1: everybody and welcome to the draft show i'm your host travis Mangone, and we're five minutes late and uh you know it's a little unfortunate but i'm blaming dean for this one and grant am i right about this is this one's dean's fault for us being late today
2: it's always dean's fault he that 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 guy that guy has to talk to Devin for 25 minutes an hour and a half before his show i don't understand that dean fella
1: yeah D- dean is always causing some kind of trouble figure we blame him to start off the show i the best way to start out a Friday here on Grinders Live. Happy to have you guys with us. Happy to have you doing some drafts. Uh, It's a fun time. If you haven't head on on over to draft, head on over there, guys. I believe the promo code is GRINDERS30. Sign up there uh, and get in on these drafts. We're we're, going to run some drafts throughout these shows. Uh, If you haven't done them before, we kind of make some 10-man drafts. I post them up. My name is Mangone. It's M-A-N-G-O-N-E. You give me a follow over here on uh, the draft app, and I will send out a, a, you know, a, a draft to you guys. You'll get a push notification to your phone, and then you can jump on in the drafts. Uh, Grant's always pretty good at that. Uh, Grant, you ready to get some drafts going, man?
2: Oh, I've been ready. I've been ready. Yeah,
1: we're a little bit behind, uh, again, because Dean, it's his fault for some odd reason. He messed some stuff up. So, yeah, uh, let's jump on in and get these drafts going. Again, follow me. It's at Mangone, M-A-N-G-O-N-E. And if you haven't signed up for draft, the code is not Grinders30. I was wrong. It's just Grinders. So, uh, jump on in and get in on this draft action with us, guys. All right. Uh, it says, hold on. This is not good. what I fuck it, my 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 broadcast stopped. I don't know what
2: happened. Hold on. Well, well, no, this one's your fault, not Dean's. No, it's always Dean's fault. Oh, no, that's fair. I he's mean, hacking you know,
1: my phone. That's what's. Well, he's not smart enough to hack
2: a phone. I mean, he's not smart enough to use his own phone. It's he's very not smart enough to use a laptop. I'm fairly certain he's still on a desktop. Oh yeah, definitely for certain.
1: All right, here we go. We got um, MLB. We're gonna do ten man now. I think I got this all squared away, Devin. If any issues, let me know. Um, and we're gonna start these drafts off, and we're gonna name it Dean. What do we? Sucks. Dean sucks. <laughs> Capital letters for the sucks.
2: Yeah, like awesome. it's an acronym.
1: Oh, hold on the, the the draft is still down. It should not be down right now, guys. I, I it says join me. Start the broadcast. Three, two, one. Devin, how are we looking now? All right. Sorry, guys. Uh, darn
2: good me. troubleshooting on air right now. Just darn good troubleshooting.
1: All right, we're going to fire it up now. Be ready to rock in three, two, one, go.
2: It's not nice showing up. There it is. Dean sucks. Perfect.
1: All righty, guys, jump on in. We got a little derailed to start off the show, but uh, let's get this thing back rolling, Grant. Uh, talk to me about this slate because it's an awesome one. There's tons of different pitching options up and down the board. We have maybe one of the highest totals I've ever seen against one of the worst pitchers in Edwin Jackson. Uh, Man, this is an awesome all around slate. How are you kind of approaching it?
2: Uh, Yeah, it's a great slate. Lots of runs going to be 69 degrees out in Colorado, Um, but there's a lot of big bats, a lot of good pitchers. There's going to be some chalk landing on a few guys that have the potential to get blown up. There's a few guys that are under the radar, lots of stuff over on the weather edge. Um, 29 percent increase to home runs in the Chicago uh, versus Cleveland game just a heads up there guys but I really like the slate over on draft it's pretty simple um depending on the size of the draft it tells you how long you could wait for a pitcher uh in 10 mans it's a little bit better to get one of the top tier arms at the beginning if you don't get sale or you don't get Corbin or you don't get Smith you can wait a little bit uh, I think there's one other guy I'm missing um but Like, if you don't get those three guys, then you just wait until the end of the draft, kind of deal with it. There's a guy that's under the radar that I think has huge potential upside here that I'm playing on just snagging at the end of the draft here. Bats, there's a lot of power bats here. And I'm planning on targeting guys from three to four different teams here on draft. All of them have power. All of them can hit the ball, the ballpark here. And if you can get a stack, that's great. If not, then it's also fine. There's enough big upside or big upside bats where – Basically, when you're stacking on draft in a four-man, you can win or lose based on stacking. But there's always an occasional slate where there's a guy with two home runs. And if you don't have him, then you're kind of just screwed. I mean, it was Mustakis yesterday, but he wasn't getting drafted in four-mans. On the 10-man, something like that's almost bound to happen. So I'm targeting certain teams and certain bats. Colorado, Atlanta, Texas. um, There's two or three more that I think are – Real viable Uh, Cleveland and the Dodgers, all of them great spots for bats. So I'm kind of just rolling with those guys and seeing if I can somewhat round out a stack with huge upside power bats, but not going (laughs) on my way to do so. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, I kind of, maybe I bucked the trend. I don't know, but I, I went story Trevor story first. I love him in this spot. I love these, uh, power righties, uh, up and down, right? Like the one through five on Colorado was just phenomenal. Like, uh, it's, it's no secret that they're going to be phenomenal plays today. I went with Trevor story to start it off and maybe I'll figure out my pitching later. Uh, and I guess I kind of am approaching it that way. Cause, uh, I haven't played tons of drafts yet. That's more your, uh, you know, that's more your forte and what you play on more. But like on DFS sites, I'm not really paying up for pitching that much. I don't like pitching that much today at the top. Like, yeah, there's fine options, but I think there's better spend downs and I'd rather get these bats in. And uh, for good reason, right? We got David Dahl. He went, uh, you know, he's the third Colorado Rockies bat and he's already taken in the, in the first round. You got Arenado taking it three story at one uh, because these Rocky bats are just the best ones on the slate. So uh yeah and even like it's amazing mike trout who's arguably the best hitter in baseball he's in a phenomenal spot brand and he went at 1.9 like that's just crazy to think that just shows how loaded this slate is you brought up the weather edge tool with that indians game there's tons of good indians bats and they're nice little values throughout the industry too on some of these guys so i uh, agree with you on the indians as well uh, but i don't know talk about the pitching to me i guess from a maybe a dfs perspective uh how are you kind of approaching pitching today
2: I mean, it's interesting. I'm probably still going to have a decent amount of the top guys. So um, guys like Sale, who obviously has massive upside. Corbin, who's a very good pitcher, but isn't really the greatest spot in the world for him. I like him quite a bit. I uh, don't know how much I'm going to actually end up with him in my lineup, though. Caleb Smith going up against the Padres, a decent amount of power, but a decent amount of strikeouts in there is not a bad matchup. And then bowers the interesting one. Like I said, it's great hitting condition out there. Bauer has not been fantastic most of the season. Really struggling with command, but going up against a low-walk White Sox lineup. I will have some ownership in him, but um, honestly, a lot of these chalks are pitch, pitcher spots. I'm going to be going on the opposite side. It's a big slate, and there are a lot of good bats, but a lot of the times where there are chalk pitchers, there's potential for downside. We saw with Carrasco last night, which was the most like obvious high, high, uh, entry GBP like 10, 20, 100,000 entry GBPs You stack the White Sox against them and it worked out pretty well. Guy was giving up tons of hard contact all throughout the season. And it's kind of another potential spot like that today. If Bauer gets a little bit wild, he's going to be throwing meatballs down the middle, uh, trying to get out and these White Sox bats, they don't strike out a huge clip, but they can work the count into high pitch counts, and then knowing that the uh, guy is going to throw likely down the middle with a fastball, they are just going to swing away. They're fine with a the strikeout. They don't really want to walk. They either want to put the ball in play or strike out there. So there's upside on both sides, but White Sox is going to be very low owned, and there's a huge correlation between their own uh, Bowers' ownership and them. And this is a hugely volatile spot for Bowers.
1: Yeah, listen, Bauer, he's, he's not the same guy right now. I have some interest, but I'm a little concerned with him uh, because he's been you know, getting hit up a little bit. Uh, there is a ton of strikeout upside, though, in, in this spot, right, against a White Sox team. So he's someone I'm definitely considering in cash games. Um, let me see, Grant, I got to make my pick here. So uh, you know what I'll do? I, I don't think I'm getting many Rockies, right? I'm guessing all these other guys went. Let's see, Tapia, is he gone? I got them both. Okay, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go home run hunting, and I am going to go with Juan Soto because I'm a big fan of him. I like Molly a lot today. I, I think Molly's like a pretty good play, but I think those le- power lefties, right, uh, could be a bit of a problem uh, in this spot. Let's see. Uh, let me look at the pitchers that are left. Uh, we, we might still have enough. Yeah, we have enough for me to get by. So I'm going to look at, let me get rid of the pitchers. I, I, it looks like on these drafts, I'm going to more so just load up my bats and figure out my pitcher later. Um, we'll have to see once we get to the last round. Um I don't know who to do for my last pick, Grant. I'm struggling here. We'll go with, we'll go with, uh, yeah, you can never go wrong with with Merrifield. He's in a pretty good spot today. Not a guy I like in DFS formats as much, but, uh, I obviously like that Kansas City Texas game. And if this Rockies game wasn't on the slate, doesn't it seem like this game's going a bit more under owned, maybe the Texas and Royals side, that, than it would on a normal, uh, slate if course wasn't on it?
2: I mean, if Coors wasn't on it, and if it, the weather wasn't hot in Atlanta, and then there's a Texas game, and then there's the Dodgers in a pretty decent spot going up against Arrieta. um, then there's just tons of other good bats on the slate. The Angels going up against Leek, who's not good. Uh, they're in a good spot. Uh, the Indians going up against Cubby, who can't find the strike zone at all, uh, walking as a huge clip potential, huge stack spot there, and plus a little bit too far underpriced bats there. Kidness is only 6'7". Ramirez is still only 8'2". So there's some decent high upside bats that are just too cheap. Um, We got Milwaukee in Pittsburgh going up against Archer, a guy that gives up a lot of bombs, and there's left-handed power in there, which is fine over in Pittsburgh. We got Pomerantz, who's been wild pretty much the entire time since he got back from the DL, going to huge park downgrade in some pretty decent hitting weather. Um, We got the Red Sox going up against Hap who can't seem to get things right all season long. So there's a lot of different spots here. Everything's going to go under owned. Um, But I think like just fading the Coors bats could potentially like, you're going to have every single stack at lower ownership than it should because that 7.7 total is, is ridiculous. Let's just put it that way.
1: Yeah. I'm with you on that. The total, it's just, crazy high in that Rockies game and I just think that that was kind of a point I wanted to make is uh you know I wouldn't worry about all of the other uh you know all the other uh, stacks right I just would worry about the Rockies yeah it's gonna have some ownership but uh I, I'm not too worried the one thing I maybe wouldn't do uh even though I already made it once so far maybe not stack the Indians with the uh Rockies I just feel like that's something a lot of people will do but uh, that's something I already made on one site already um let's talk about some pitching though Grant because uh we talked about it a little bit but i'm kind of into these like cheaper uh, pitching options uh one guy that's still available maybe he comes back to me i hope he comes back to me is mike fulton right he goes up against this tigers lineup and if you look at the k percentage man on all these tigers bats in this lineup it is not pretty it seems like a pretty good for fulton nevich like him a lot here another guy who's still on the board here is marquette's right like he's in a pretty good spot i think against toronto uh not as much strikeouts as i would like uh you know in this lineup but I still think Marquez is in a pretty good spot and he's got a nice salary uh, on some sites. So I like him. Another guy still on the board who is one of cheese's core plays. If you check it out on the lineup HQ, I saw cheese on one of the sites had Caleb Smith against Dang, Why,
2: why, why couldn't you just wait until I pick to say it?
1: I don't know what to tell you, Grant. I mean, hopefully they don't take him. We'll have to see if they get around. And of course now, Fulton Nevich went now Marquez will go and then it'll be Caleb Smith, Grant. That's how it's going to go down.
2: I mean, we'll see. I mean, I guess I got choice between Barrio Smith and Marquez um, it, it's
1: worth noting barrios has a uh extreme pitchers umpire and I, I know we overvalue those things but uh he is pretty solid right um he, he's someone that you can consider there but i mean i don't like darvish today he's not someone i'm really all too interested in so um yeah the, the pitchers are getting slim here grant uh this is probably my fault
2: yeah no you you really fudged me there thanks it was not a very nice thing to do um but we'll see you have to figure out who i want to go with here i've got three rockies already i want to see if i can round out my stack but I'm pretty sure everyone, like I'm not going to run out of stack with Arietta or not Arietta with Ionetta when I could just go with a power bat. Um, I'm going to take Donaldson over in Atlanta going up against Turnbull. Turnbull a little bit better versus righties, but we're still getting a few innings of the Detroit bullpen. It's hot enough where he can get beat around early and just end up out of the game after three innings. So I don't mind that. I'm just, fading pitcher until the end i still don't mind going with skags or molly uh i mean there's marquez there's some there's barrios there's skags and there's molly still on the board to me there's not a drastic difference between any of them so i'm just waiting until the end i'll be the last guy to get a pitcher probably
1: yeah Grant. uh Yeah, I know you're sorry for drinking water. I'm I'm trying to get this. Uh, the join.me dot me is gone, guys. Uh, there's something's going wrong on my end. I'm trying to get it fixed though. Don't know what it is, but uh, I'm gonna send Devin a code now. Grant, talk about the slate uh, some more while I kind of figure this out.
2: All right, so um, there's obvious stacks. There's about six obvious stacks if you just look at Vegas implied totals. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight teams with over a five implied total here it's a full 15 game slate so there's going to be some that are overlooked and then there's going to be other games that are going to go completely overlooked i think that one of those uh teams that are going to go completely overlooked with a decent amount of ownership on the other side with a pitcher is going to be the tampa bay rays barrios is a good pitcher um, but he's been a little bit up and down throughout the season uh he's a guy that plays a lot better at home than on the road here and in tampa bay these are this is a patient team. He doesn't give up a huge amount of hard contact, but enough fly balls here. There's enough lefties in this lineup where he's been a bit worse to this year and not getting a whole lot of ground balls, giving up a lot of hard contact to him, a lot of fly, fly balls, some negative regression coming there for lefties. So I like this Tampa Bay team, man, I have to cough.
1: All right, Grant, I am back. Uh, I think we got it. Uh, it looks like things are back to normal. Maybe Devin was right. And I, I got to make my pick now. Um, Hmm, who will go with? We'll go with uh man Josh Bell's been crushing the ball. Let's just go with him why not. Uh dude's been on absolute fire this season and smashing the ball every single time. But we got the draft back up uh sorry about that. Uh, again, probably Dean's fault. Uh, I don't know, but uh yeah, we're, we're back up and running and grant chug your water, get everything back going and uh we'll be all set. Um yeah, so let's look at some of these. We're almost at the end of the draft. Let's see what's available left. Pitchers. Um, you still got Lucchese up there. You have Barrios as an option. So there's still guys that you can, uh, you know, you can go to here. It's not like it gets, I mean, it's not the greatest down here, but Tyler Mallet, I think is a really interesting option. So personally, I think for the rest of my drafts, I'm not going to take a pitcher at the, at the top. I'm going to go different and, and always go bats first for the most part, and then, uh, head on over and get my pitcher late.
2: Yeah. And this is an interesting decision. So one of my favorite pitchers on the entire slate is Skaggs. Um, a lot of lefties with a lot of power in this Seattle lineup I think they're going to roll out. They were tuning Vogelbach near the beginning of the season. I don't expect him to do that now. He's just been hitting the ball of the park way too much. But this Seattle team has so much strikeouts in it. It's just ridiculous to me. Um, you look at the overall season stuff and versus lefties, I think they're fourth. But like Seager's now in the lineup, they're going to have Vogelbach in there. They're going to have Beckham, Bruce. Like, the guys that they are starting now are pretty high strikeout guys. And Skaggs, yes, he gives up a decent amount of hard contact. This could go terribly for him, but we just saw Payne a strikeout eight guys in, like, two innings last time. Um, and apparently I didn't press draft. but uh, Yeah, so I, I'm i looking at Skaggs quite a bit as a very low-owned guy considering how many guys there are at the top that people are going to go with. I mean, how many people are going to pay four for Skaggs? When they get Luquezzi for 8-8, when they can go up to um, Bauer at 9-2, I think he's going to go overlooked. And honestly, he may have just about as much upside as anyone else.
1: Yeah, I actually like this guy's call. I think he's a guy that has some upside. And when I was changing – I don't know what happened. When I was changing my uh, – you know, trying to fix the screen, I guess I got a pitcher. I don't know what pitcher I got dealt with. Oh, I got Marquez. I'm pretty happy with that. I can't complain there. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Grant. Let's go through, and uh, anyone without a badge will do without the, uh, or we'll do without a, um, without the red badges. We'll kind of look at their team. So the first team up, it's Luis Stroh's team. Uh, He's got the black and white badge, and I'll talk about his team. And he gets two Coors bats, right, in Arenado and in Desmond. That's a really solid uh, combination. I like Wheeler. He's perfectly fine against Arizona. I think that makes sense. And then, man, Moustakis has been crushing the ball. And Otani, he's, uh, you know, I think he's got some positive regression coming his way. So I don't hate the way this team is built. Uh, How about you talk about the next team, Grant? Talk about uh, T. Paddy's
2: team. Uh, I mean, like I said, I had my problems with Bauer. I like him a little bit. I hate him a little bit. I like the White Sox bats. He could potentially get nothing. But he does have some upside here. Has some downside. Mondesi over in Texas, obviously a good play. Turner at Cincinnati going up against Molle. Molle is a whole lot better versus righties than lefties. I'm not a huge fan of that, but he took him towards the end of the draft. Meadows versus Barrios, Love that. Meadows absolutely crushes the ball. Um, lefty versus righty. Got the platoon split. Blanco in Milwaukee. I don't hate that. Justine, obviously, is a guy we target a lot with lefties. and Blanco's got some power, which works out pretty well over in Pittsburgh. I don't hate his team. I don't love it bauer and turner i think he went a little bit too high on and he could have gotten some other better bats or pitching
1: all right next team up it's kentha maeda uh he's perfectly fine uh you know phillies they can swing and miss pretty well so i don't hate that here on this slate because i don't love pitching too much rendon uh yeah against our you know against a uh against the righty and malay i don't love that but rendon is a nice power hitter right he, he looks like he went a little home run hunting here on some of these guys i don't like the in you against the lefty but who knows how long duffy will actually be in there some solid bats, but not my favorite team I think I would find in here. And then uh, talk about the last team. Talk about NY Jets team.
2: Um, Caleb Smith, love it. He took it from me because uh, you mentioned it. Real dick move there, Trev. But, <laughs> uh, well, uh, he got Trout, obviously, great bat. Gallo in that hot Texas weather going up against a not fantastic pitcher. I like that pick a lot. Bogarts over in New York. Hap, like I said, he struggled all season long. Not the same pitcher we saw last year. So that is a very good pick there. And then Jose Ramirez, like like I said 30% bump to home runs with the weather today. Cubby has just trash draft is a site where they give a just the same bump to both walks and singles. So walks are a little bit more targetable than they are over on DraftKings like this team overall.
1: Yep, uh, definitely, definitely looks like a solid team. Uh, Lake Jose Ramirez a lot too today. Uh, Grant, how about this? Uh, let, let's let's fire this up. Uh, it's a this is a um, what is it? A four man contest here. What's this? The, the World Series? Uh, Twenty three dollar entry. Don't join with me, Grant. We're gonna do it together. You're gonna be on my team making this
2: one. Okay. All right, that means I have to look up the darn join.me me code to watch.
1: I, I I can also tell you what to do we, we put a new code in so uh yeah it's in our chat that we have been talking and hey the draft is starting up now so if you guys didn't get in though get in another one by yourself guys uh these are some awesome little uh contests they have here grant how much do you enter like the ones at the top always in the draft right the four man and five man big size tournaments how how often do you enter those? um
2: uh, i mean lately not often but for a significant period of time i was entering them every single one i'd max out every single day i think i'm maxed out The Grand Slam, I haven't been doing as much draft lately because I'm focusing on salary cap and just haven't had the time for it. And I've had a decent amount of shows, so it just hasn't worked out. Uh, But I do do them a lot. To me, with baseball, uh, like four-mans are the way to go for draft. I need kind of an all-or-nothing thing, so I look for upside. And like three-mans, not quite enough upside to beat the rake. Head-to-heads, not enough upside to beat the rake. But four- and five-mans. Uh, especially where the winner take all are fantastic here. So yeah, Devin, throw the code in chat. I don't see it.
1: Uh, Yeah, I, well, we're, up. we're first pick overall. So it's a five-man. Are we taking a picture to start? It's story. No, yeah, it's story, right? Yeah, I'm getting my Rockies, Batman. So And hey, Grant, we got three no badges in here. Uh, and I was the first one in, so I don't think it was anyone else that's uh, listening. So maybe we can take advantage of them. Uh, we'll have to see. They went Bauer at number two. Uh, which i think they should have won arenado at least that's what i would have done what do you think
2: yeah it should be arenado and we'll see what the guy does at number three bowers obviously not a good pick he's not the top pitcher on the slate they could have gone sale if they really wanted to get some more upside here but the smarter move is to just forego pitching um until the last round you can get corbin bauer uh smith or sale at the last pick one of those guys is going to be available so not well, great
1: he went Yelich, so, uh, yeah, like, uh, things are looking good so far. We'll have to see. Uh, maybe the fourth get...
2: pick is just, if they go dollar or not, they're smart. We'll see what they do. I,
1: I don't think they're here. They went Lucchesi. Oh, man. Things are going well here, guys Listen, the rake is being paid, guys. Jump on in these contests. Uh, we obviously want you to play along with us in the next draft, but listen, you can play on, you know, two drafts at a time. You can do five drafts at a time. Jump on in these contests, guys. Uh, it looks like it's uh, some free money out. There right
2: apparently these guys don't know what they're doing uh i'm not looking at the join.me code so you can just read off when it's actually your pick who went before you
1: yeah i'll give you some play-by-play right lukezi just went uh and d train just said i pulled a, uh, I pulled the playing a single player game like said hey like no one's allowed to play multiplayer anymore it's, it's just me playing single player and everyone watch. so uh that's kind of what's going on right now but i wanted to give these uh you know these little drafts a, a shout out because we never get to do them on the show, and Mike Trout just went fifth, so Arenado is still on the board, Grant, in the second round.
2: So, yeah, and we'll see two picks and tell you, but you already got story. Um, honestly, you're going to have the turn, unless it goes Doll arenado right now, your smart move is to take two Rockies of the turn here. You go, you wait for it. If Arenado's there, you obviously take him. If he's not, then you get Doll and you get Tapia, and you round out your outfield there but um, it
1: just it just went arenado doll so i got the chance at tapia with two more picks coming up and i don't know if i go right away at tapia i guess i do
2: so i mean it's interesting honestly not a bad move to just go uh pivot to a different game you can either go cleveland or you can just get a 2-2 stack i'd probably go tapia and honestly just go murphy um the total's high enough in that game murphy has some power here and you're just going to round out your last spot with a top tier outfielder who has some power here? Oh,
1: Tapia just went. All right, so So the guy here's the guy.
2: Forget that, go Freeman Acuna. You go Freeman Acuna. Well, what about yeah. Lindor? Lindor's there, man. Don't go Lindor. Go. I mean, you can if you really want, honestly, but uh, you want to get a little bit of a stack going in these four man. So if you go Acuna and Freeman, both of them probably project out about the same as um Ramirez and Lindor. But if you get those two, you're getting against Turnbull. You have a chance to round out your stack with either Markekis or Riley if you want. Riley obviously hasn't been as great versus righties this year, but not a big enough sample size to really worry about it. You really need to look into his overall numbers, which versus lefties, over 1,000 ISO and 13 at-bats, which is just absolutely insane. 870 Woba. He's hitting the ball hard. He's just crushing everything. It's hot out there, and Turnbull's not fantastic. I would suggest going Cunha and then going Freeman and then rounding out with Riley. Yeah, that's
1: what I went with so far. Uh, I'll, I'll follow your lead on it. Chris Sale was still available, I was going to say. Maybe I could have went him and left Freeman there. I thought about that as an option as well.
2: Yeah, um, you, this is a time where it's beneficial to go to that Teams tab over on your iPhone. It uh, shows you who has what, and a lot of times you'll see through two rounds most of the second baseman are ta- or not the second base the infielders are taken but from the sounds of it Lucchese went off the board and what's his name bauer went off the board so you're essentially guaranteed either sale or smith you can probably wait until the next pick and get sale And Mike yeah that, these guys they don't know what they're doing
1: that's probably what i'm doing because like outfield there's only four more outfield spots to go and i got up on my screen guys check that out the, the teams tab uh grant brought up a good point to bring that up here um outfield man like the, a lot of them have been taken so i think i i think i go maybe go pitching next to one of smith or, or sale just to lock it in
2: i mean um, you have back-to-back picks right
1: oh you're right i'm an idiot uh so Agreed. yeah you're
2: right ha razzed
1: oh geez so yeah definitely go with uh sale or um or smith or man i mean marquez is still there faulty i like faulty a lot today it doesn't sound like you're as high on him uh what's your take on faulty
2: i don't he's not that good um he was due for some huge negative aggression. Um, he got it a bit this season grand. His velocity was down. His velocity picked up. Um, he won Kirk Dees a big old GPP last night, and or not last night, last week. I don't know, whenever it was. Time is relevant. Uh, but Fulty's kind of a splits neutral guy. Like, you look at his stuff, he does throw pretty darn hard here. But he throws uh, a sinker and relies a bit on his slider here, which – I mean, he should realistically be worse versus lefties than righties, but he's kind of split. I, he's a tough one to figure out, but a decent K rate gets a little bit wild here. And this Detroit team is not great, but the weather is hot enough where enough of these guys with high ISOs, castiano Stewart, Goodrum, Dixon, all can take the ball yard in 91 degree weather. Looking at the weather edge tool, there's no sample size of it, but when it's hot, it's hot and the ball flies it's 85 degrees with a little bit of humidity wind blowing out which i think with that new stadium doesn't really affect it too much real
1: real quick grant i can go i can go desmond over um over riley you think doing the 2-2 is fine
2: i i mean yeah it's up to you It's, it's it's your money
1: yeah i think that's what i'm gonna do um well, 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 yeah we'll jump in with that why not we'll go desmond instead we'll see how that goes uh i'm fine with that i think it's a solid draft overall i wish i maybe would have went daniel murphy instead that's probably what i wish i would have done uh and then maybe went riley and eh, whatever it's still fine i think we have a good team and i got chris sale right in round five crazy to think or round yeah basically round five isn't that crazy to think
2: yeah yeah that's uh, i mean these guys clearly didn't know what they were doing or uh who knows Honestly, you know, so you're, you should win that. Like, it's that simple. You have two Coors bats and two power uh, Atlanta bats. And you worry less about the platoon split with the Atlanta bats, considering that there's going to be some uh, relief pitchers that come in from that Detroit bullpen there. It just god awful.
1: Yeah, there's one other team I think is, is good, but I didn't like the Bauer pick as much as early it was. He went Bauer, Lindor, Murphy, Tapia, and Jock Peterson. So, uh, yeah, that team's that not bad, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We got some YouTube question chats. If you're over on YouTube, uh, we, we enjoy having you. Head on over there if you're in the Rotogrinders chat too. Head on over to YouTube and maybe hang out in the YouTube chat with those people. They have some great questions. There's some great minds. And hit the like and subscribe uh, button for us, guys. We would really appreciate it here over on Rotogrinders. And uh, we'll get to some YouTube chat questions. And, and Grant, here's one that's up here. Uh, the Atlanta stack we just kind of made one in the draft format how would you approach the Atlanta stack today big fan of it
2: yeah big fan of it I mean like I said that hot weather Turnbull still a young guy it can be on or it can be off but this Braves team knows how to work account very well and has a whole bunch of power which is going to play perfectly in this hot weather here Turnbull guy that's been good to both sides of the plate so far this year not great though on either but to the lefties um, he does get less ground balls, granted less hard contact, but that doesn't matter for Freeman, for Marquez. because both of them got a decent amount of power. And righties, he's given up a whole lot more hard contact. A few of these guys in this lineup been hitting the ball in the air at a decent clip here, and like I said, the weather's fantastic. So I really like the Atlanta stack today
1: all right good to know grant uh before we get to some more questions uh this is what we're gonna do we're gonna do a hitters only draft right we gotta appease the ladies right and the ladies they love the long ball so we're gonna do a hitters only draft man we, we got to get these uh power bats and all these stacks in. everyone loves doing those so hitters only draft are you ready to rock grant
2: i am all
1: right three two one and go here we go everyone jump on in I got a 10 man here we got 15 minutes left again fire in your questions in YouTube chat Devin will pull them and, and put them in our regular rotor grinders chat or head on over to the rotor grinders chat at rotogrinders.com. and, and listen uh, you know j- jump on in talk with the people in chat we got some uh, got some smart minds in there as well so uh, throw in some QQs if you guys have them here's one right now grant we got Kashner versus San Francisco what is your thoughts on that?
2: no I mean there's not a huge strikeout upside. Like Kashner, he does give you some salary relief. I don't know if I'm going for it too much. It allows you to play some Colorado bats. FYI, Draft has a power hitter free roll uh, today. If you go ahead and look at the tournament tabs, only 2000 of 4000 full. Get in there. $500 prize pool. So if it fills up, essentially every single entry is worth about $0.15. Cents. So get in there. Free money. Free fun. Fun, 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 fun is the word. Uh, But Kashner going up against San Fran, you look at their projected starting lineup, 20% K rate on the season versus righties, but Kashner is just not great. And I get that you want to save some money, but you're better off going with Pomeranz and potentially getting some strikeout upside. The Giants have a higher implied team total grand that's a little bit attributable to the terrible Baltimore bullpen. But Pomerantz about the same implied total against him here. Yes, he can get a little wild. Yes, he can walk some guys. But he's one of the only guys around that price range that can actually have some legit strikeout upside. Just seen way cheaper than Kashner, way, way better ballpark. And honestly, like looking at this Pittsburgh line, it's not great with five lefties in there, but he has more upside than Kashner. Molly is six two. He's cheaper and he crushes righties so I, I i don't see any real need to play cashner here it's just dumb and it could work out it's baseball anything can happen but i'm not gonna bother with that it's it's just not a good idea
1: all right and uh oh man that's too good uh grant look who's look at the number one picks avatar in our draft uh, that's pretty good
2: <laughs> classic classic siege socks Oh,
1: man, that's that's too funny. I'm so happy about that right now. And uh, Hot Dog Fingers, that's why you got the number one pick, man. You have the best avatar you can find in the business. Uh, well, maybe not the best. The Roto Grinders one is, is probably better. I think we have a promotion coming up, Devin said, next week. So stay tuned for that next week. That's a little uh, tease. There could be some free swag maybe coming your way next week, but the Roto Grinders avatar. But uh, yeah, you got the third pick. I-, I think I'm buried in the hole, so I'm not getting all my Rockies bats, but uh, maybe I'll just grab some Rockies to uh, ruin a good time for everyone else in the draft. Grant. How's that sound?
2: I mean you're gonna fudge me over probably, but Yeah. That's all right.
1: I don't know. I don't know if you'll get Arenado here. It kinda of depends because uh oh. well Arenado went one, story probably goes two, and then uh there's egg on your face the three pick with nothing better to do.
2: Yeah, yeah, this is where I don't know oh it's gosh, it's hitters only. That makes things difficult. Um yeah Acuna it is. Like I said, I like Atlanta today.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's not a bad way to, to do this. Uh, Hitters-only drafts. So you can stack them up many different ways. Or you can just go home run chasing. Uh, I haven't decided which way I'm going to go yet. Got to kind of wait and see how this draft, uh, draft forms for me. So, uh, yeah, I guys, mean, Honestly,
2: I'm... I think Joey Gallo is going to drop to you. Um, getting those Texas bats and some real good hitting weather. Gallo may be going lefty-lefty versus Duffy, but Duffy still goes up a decent amount of hard contact. He's shielded a bit playing over in KC. Um, and he does have good stuff sometimes, but he hasn't been quite the same. I would probably go gallo here and try and get some Texas bats.
1: Yeah, that's probably what I'm doing. I, I actually wanted to get Trout. I was hoping that would happen, and then I could make a stack after. But no, I, I'll go gallo for now. That's fine. Not what I wanted to do. I really, I mean, not saying I don't love these guys below, but I don't know. I don't, I don't love the, I don't love the setup right now. At least how I fell in the seven spot there. But I'll go gallo for now, and then kind of see what happens from there. Um let's see. Uh any any more QQs, guys? Throw them in, Devin. Grab them from YouTube chat and uh Garner chat, guys. Throw us in some QQs. Uh we don't need to answer just baseball questions. If you got life advice questions, man, Grant Grant's been through life. He's traveled around the country. He's maybe got some answers for you. How's that sound,
2: I've always got answers. Always got answers. Sometimes they're not the ones you want to hear. Sometimes they're not good life advice at all. But I will I will answer most anything, any question, no matter how ridiculous. All right, throw them in there guys and we will
1: answer them as we complete these drafts and uh yeah, I'm I'm coming up here soon. I guess I'd go Shu Chu again, another lefty lefty, but listen, if 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 the Texas stack is going well, like uh it won't matter if you're if you're lefty lefty, correct?
2: Yeah, and the Casey bullpen's trash.
1: Yeah, um, let me look to like maybe we have a start. Do we have a starting lineup on cuz sometimes they don't put you in there, right? Uh it just kind of depends. Let's see if we have a uh Texas lineup yet. Nothing yeah. yet. No, uh, no big updates on
2: that. But it's, it's definitely going to be interesting if they put you in here because obviously they don't like playing him lefty lefty. Um, so going up against Duffy, it's a oh finish.
1: someone took pens from me.
2: Yep, oh, dude, doesn't I don't... matter. You can go Andres. You can. It's non like hitters only. You can get anything.
1: I know, but like,
3: what are they? Hmm.
2: Who are my favorite pitchers tonight? Well. Caleb Smith and Sale up at the top, Skaggs in the mid tier, and at the bottom, Molly. All
1: right, so Flores looks like he's just trying to ruin me, my time, and your time. He took Tapia, he took uh, F- uh, Pence. Who else is, uh, you know, who else is he going to ruin uh, in this draft?
2: Oh well, yeah, I think you pick before him next, so you can at least get a third Texas bat, and hopefully he doesn't try and fudge you over there
1: yeah i mean but if i at least get three texas bats i'll be uh, i'll be pretty happy overall so uh and then i can put like a two-man stack with it we'll have to see one guy that's like gonna be heavily owned i think on uh, you know uh i'm saying dfs sites but i mean like uh salary format sites uh jose ramirez and he's pretty down in the projections at 9.1 i like him a lot i think he's a really interesting option what do you think about him who jose ramirez 9.1 i mean that's just like a really nice it's it's a really nice not price tag on him but it's a it's great that his projection is so low i should say
2: yeah that is great um did i just go twice no i thought i had the round um yeah ramirez he's still due for some huge positive regression a guy that was literally in mvp conversations last year and yet no one really gave a flying fudge about him this year because he started off so badly. His price went up a little bit. He was sitting around the 3-7 range, but 4-1 is still way too affordable going up against Covey. It's great weather, as I've already mentioned multiple times. Decently hot, very humid, high dew point, and winds blowing out to left. So Jose Ramirez should be in for a bomb today. Really, really like him. I will be going heavy on him, and he's not going to get nearly the ownership he should because Arenado's on the board. At a still affordable price, if you do things the right way, and so you can't play multiple third basemen over on DK, over on sites like Fantasy Draft, Draft, obviously, and Fanduel, you can. But uh, Ramirez is going to be a bit overlooked, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. But all we need is Arenado to tank, and yeah, Um, we got some more questions. Cheap dong of the night, Yonder Alonzo is going to take Bauer yard twice just like he did Carrasco heating up had some huge positive regression coming his way. And we saw it last night, by the way, you ever accidentally do a full stack against the pitcher. You also are roasting. Cause that happened to me last night.
1: No, never do the full stack. Uh, I'll sometimes take a one-off. I was, I was actually building lineups the night before with Dean. And uh, I was like, yeah, this is kind of a limited slate. But I said, you know, if you want to jam in the Indians bats and jam in two really good pitchers in Carrasco and Ryu, I said, you know who you should go? Yonder Alonso, he's a cheap first baseman, didn't love first base, and I said, just just throwing Yonder Alonso, and I bet he can hit a home run against Carrasco. Of course, he didn't listen. He didn't do it. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you know, Yonder Alonso, I think he's got get, got some nice positive regression coming. like well, him a little bit here against Bauer. I think he's fine. Uh, not someone I'm seeking out as much today as I was yesterday. Let's see. We got some more questions over here, and someone asked, Grant, who are your favorite pitchers on DK tonight?
2: uh all right i answered that a little bit earlier i mean he wasn't top, here by
1: the white grant he was not
2: here so we need to give him an update i mean he was and he was paying attention you just weren't rasped, but it's sale caleb smith up at the top there in the mid-tier it's skaggs is my favorite um strictly do it for gbps but skaggs is the guy and then i'm paying down with some as cheese likes to call it nonsense in jacine and molly
1: all right uh, i'm coming up here with my pick i gotta find are there any texas guys left
2: oh just got here yeah that was a different question well you got me good i told you man
1: don't 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 tell, don't call my boy in chat the to bond tom a liar um let's
2: see who who else should we go with? i was calling you a liar not him i would never install him
1: all right good um let's see mel, melissa do you watch big brother she's talking about big brother in chat uh, i'm trying to figure out when it comes out uh if you can tell me mel when does it come out but do you watch big brother grant
2: i do not i i i do not
1: I know it's coming around the corner. I'm I'm pretty excited for Big Brother. It's one of my one of my favorite shows to watch. It's a it's a good summer event. Um, I can't play Mazzara, right? He's not going to be in the lineup. I can play Odor, I guess. Just playing all these lefties. I feel like I'm donating with this, but let's just do it. We'll do it live.
2: Uh, someone asking about the Minnesota line here, and I'm going to look into it a little bit. They're only pro- they projected for sub four runs here. Need uh, check. MLB, there could be some smart money on it. Obviously, they've been super hot for a long period of time here. 56% of the bets are coming in on Minnesota, and it's moving that way. Let's look at the spread here. Um, Yeah, the spread. Oh, not the spread. Sorry, the total. Uh, Looking at the total here, it's obviously a low one when you consider how good these offenses are. And start off at 8. I I think that's going to move to 8.5 probably before this game, and some smart money is going to come in on the Minnesota side. Beaks is decent, but like this Minnesota team, I get they have a whole lot of lefties going against Beaks unless we get a lineup with maybe Polanco out again. I don't see why it should be this low. I mean, I get it's a decent pitchers ballpark, but Minnesota just can hammer anyone. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right. Uh we got another YouTube chat question. Who is your double dong of the night cramp? I'll give you mine. My double dong of the night, I'll go with uh I'll go with uh David Dahl. How's that sound?
2: Double dong of the night. I mean it's a problem because I don't want to give out another first baseman. Um, but Freeman. Yeah, I, I like that call that that
1: Atlanta stack again. Not a lot of people are going to really touch it uh, for sure. Um, people are asking Grant, are you enjoying your time in Colorado? I saw you you went to a Rockies game the other day. How was that? And how's, how's Colorado treat?
2: And it's it's not too bad. I mean, the weather's been absolutely insane since I've gotten here. Um, I forgot to pick. Oh well, we'll see what it gives me. All right, good. It gave me the guy I wanted. Uh, but it's been fun. It's a nice place. I mean, it's always interesting moving to a new place. And I've been here for six months, but I've actually only been in the state for about two months of that uh but it's nice i'm in a nice area like there's a lot of outdoor stuff to do which i don't do because i'm too lazy to leave the house but there's like there's a lot of fun bars there's a lot of fun nightlife it's it's just i haven't been here for a long enough period of time but i'm I'm enjoying it quite a bit do you like this you see you a snowboarder I'm a skier, um, but I didn't go once this entire season, which I haven't been out skiing in like five years. I used to – I grew up in Bend for a little bit, and I used to go up to Bachelor like every single week. Oh, gosh, I didn't.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I skied a lot when I was younger too, uh, so I love skiing. I, I heard they got so much snow out there, they're still – you're still able to ski there. At least that's what someone told me the other day. Uh, oh, yeah, it
2: was – when I was driving back from Col- – I spent three weeks down in California – when I was driving back, almost rammed into a semi when I lost control going 70. That was fun. And they closed the pass. I had to stay over in the middle of nowhere in Utah for a day. It was not great, but they, they just dumped snow literally less than a month ago.
1: Yeah, dude, I, I almost got crushed by the, the the pass. My one friend, when I was down there, he said, yeah, we're going to drive through the snowstorm. And we just made it through the pass by 10 minutes to get up to our hotel uh, towards Vail. So that was, oh, I know the pass all too well. We, we got a Rangers lineup, Grant. Uh and uh, I guess I could change it now. I can go Mazzara because he is in the lineup. It's Chu, Andrus, Pence, Mazzara, Gallo, Forsythe, Cabrera, Santana, and Canna Falifa. So I'm going to get me some Mazzara if this uh, if my draft would actually uh, load here.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's a bad move. I told you go Texas stat. You just trust me way too much. What an idiot. I'm going to make you move money. We'll to see. I,
1: I don't hate this lefty stack man against Duffy. I, I think it's a really good, like, low dollar tournament play. Again, like, dude, the Texas weather, right? Like, this KC Texas game, if Colorado was not on the slate, this would probably be the chalk. People would be all over it. People would love Texas today. Oh, Texas and Kansas City, they're the top stacks of the day. uh People would be talking them up so much. You know, that total's a 10.5, 11 total. You got to tell, you got to be all over it. Like, uh I, I like going to this game in tournaments i definitely think it is a smart move and I'll, I'll probably be taking some of these guys as one-offs like i'll maybe do like a five-man uh colorado stack and then after the five-man colorado stack maybe i'll uh maybe i'll throw in some like one-offs with texas and kansas city what do you think about that
2: yeah yeah not a bad idea at all i mean there is bombs to be had and disappointed people a bit last night until the later innings but duffy you never really know which guy you're gonna get and him being away from his home ballpark that protects against. Home runs could be drastically beneficial to target against
1: all righty guys well that's it for our draft so we 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 got the we're pushed up against the clock right uh we kind of got to get on out of here it's three forty. uh coming up next we got uh holden we got bogs light for the yahoo show and then after that we got dean we got head chopper at five o'clock doing the fantasy draft show and then after that stay tuned for crunch time with kevin roth talking about his weather edge tool talking about all the weather that's going down with mr tuttle and with jsu Rab talking cash games talking tournaments head on over and check that out that sounds like a good time to you grant doesn't it
2: yes it does
1: i'm sure grant will be there watching i know i'll be watching but we got to get on out of here guys thanks a lot for joining us don't forget like and subscribe over on youtube for us we'd really appreciate it for me travis Mangone. for grant nefer we are out of here
2: hey kids
4: I found a $7 hitter tonight that I think has a chance at Big Upside. If you want to find out who it is, come right on back to the bar. What's up, guys, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Six-Pack I'm your host. I'm your bartender, as they say, for this segment. I'm Head Chopper. It's Friday. Oh, who who don't want to be in a bar on Friday, man? This is uh, good stuff, but beer's out today, so we had a really, really successful, I think it was Tuesday, big-time stuff right there. Hope we got uh, some action in on that, and we got some more good players tonight. I think I found a few few guys that uh, could garner lower ownership that we could have a lot of success with, so Without further ado, man, let's just get right on into it. Uh, let's crank it up. I talked about a $7 guy. His name is Miles Straw. With all the injuries Houston's dealing with, they've recalled or they've called up Miles Straw. Uh, he's going to probably get the start tonight. And the thing about him is he can be a very, a very good fantasy asset tonight. He stole 35 bases in only 66 AAA games last season. He's shown a propensity to get stolen bases in the minor leagues. Now, between the last couple of seasons, 2017-18, Fieres has allowed 31 steals, so you can steal on Fierce. Straw is, that's probably the strength of his game, is getting steals. Astros have a healthy 4.5 implied run total. It means they're still, even with all the injuries, they're still going to score runs tonight, is what Vegas is saying. So, let's get in on it. We get a $7 guy. I'm going to go cheaper here with some of these guys, because later on down the road, I want to pay for pitching and maybe pay for a stud hitter, so... Uh, Miles Straw is a a really good option at $7. Next up, first base position, Brandon Belt. He gets the duty of taking on Andrew Cashman tonight. Number one thing that stands out, major park upgrade here for Belt, especially as a left-handed batter goes from arguably the worst left-handed hitter park for home runs in the majors out there in San Francisco to one of the better ones here in Baltimore. So we get a major park upgrade. Uh, His ISO Versus right handed pitchers last, just last season, 100 points higher than against lefties. So, this is the split we want him in. That's a career numbers are always going to be higher versus right handers. So, we want him in this split. We want him on the road in this ballpark. That's good. The last nail in this coffin is the fact that Kashner is the one on the mound. Although he's been getting wins for Baltimore, that doesn't tell the story. He's just not a good pitcher, per se. 4.57 X fit this season, even amongst all those wins, is not a good number. So, I like Brandon Belt as a one-off in this San Francisco lineup. Next up, uh, Jose Ramirez gets a draws a fantastic matchup tonight against Dylan Covey. There's no reason why he couldn't play. At $16, it's a bargain, actually. So, Uh, Since the start of 2018, Ramirez has more walks than strikeouts, higher rate of walks than strikeouts. That's a phenomenal – anytime you see that, that's good stuff right there. Uh, Now, 46% fly ball rate versus right-handed pitching. I think that's a big number tonight because this game takes place in Chicago. Chicago – there's a lot of home runs in Chicago, especially if we get a little windy day out there. White Sox has been known – the White Sox Stadium has been known to be a launching pad, so if we get the ball up in the air – There's a little win to benefit us. Jose Ramirez could have a big game. Of course, you got the matchup against Dylan Covey and his lowly, lowly 13.1% K rate versus right-handed hitter since the start of last season. guy's not terribly good, and here we go. We've got a good matchup with a good hitter, so let's bring it on. Next up, let's spend a little bit in the outfield. We're spending a little bit, but it's still a bargain. Mike Trout, only $22 on Yahoo!, Ooh, this is a good price tag for probably the best hitter in the game. Perception is a little bit of a struggle this year, but not really. Let's, let's be fair. 22% walk rate and 15.9% strikeout rate for him this year. And that's those are, those are fantastic numbers. Uh, he's still got the power, 281 ISO versus right-handed pitchers this season. That's a good number. It's going to come in handy against Mike Leak. Speaking of Mike Leak, I know you guys need it. You're waiting for me to drop the BBP in the bar, so I'm going to do it. Not a huge sample, all right? But 21 at-bats against the league. we got a 429-9, so 11 hits and 21 at-bats. It just tells me that he has no problems hitting the Mike Leake stuff. He has no problems seeing the ball come out of his hands. That's all I want. I just want a little tiebreaker from BB, BBP. I just want a little, a little nudge to push me over the top. Well, this doesn't, so I'm going Mike Trout here against Mike Leake instead of the one of uh, 40 other options you have in the outfield that are all good options Mike Trout's my guy now, pitching, we gotta have a pitcher on this team, I said I wanted to spend up, I'm gonna go $44, I think the guy on my ball in here is Jose Barrios, it's a reasonable price tag for him Uh, it's a fair matchup, we do get a a bit of a, a park boost here for him in Tampa Bay, that's not a good hitter's ballpark, the projected Tampa Bay lineup features eight high strikeout hitters in it. So now that's, that's big time right there because Barrios can be a strikeout guy with a 24.4% strikeout rate right over the last two seasons. He has immense upside. And Barrios also induces 20.7% soft contact. Now, listen, soft contact is not what you want if you're a, a porn star, but as a pitcher, that's some good stuff right there. We want that soft contact. So 20.7% for us, that's good stuff. Barrios is not going to let him get. Get hard hits, he's going to get strike. I think he has a good upside for $44. Guys, we're almost at that time. But before we get there, I do want to remind you the like and subscribe buttons on the YouTube channels. If you're watching on YouTube, like it. Subscribe to the channel. Leave your comments in the comment section about your beast of the night. Because I'm about to give you mine. Let's see if you can outperform me. I've saved some money here already. i got a $7 hitter, a $15 hitter, a fair pitcher. I got some money to spend. I'm going to spend it in a course field. My beast of the night, guys, is going to be Nolan Arenado. I got to get a piece of this game right. I got to get a piece of these Rockies. I think it's just too good of a spot. I'm going to lead off by telling you there's 7.3 in pl- First off, team total over seven in baseball is wow, that's a big number. That 7.3 is almost two runs higher than the next highest projected team so it's a massive spot here for Colorado I'm not going to play around with it the guy is a 989 OPS at Coors Field in his career uh, well 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 above what he does on the road far away on base this season all the all the power numbers are astronomical in this ballpark for Arenado gets a great matchup with Edwin Jackson tonight and I'm not gonna goof around Try to get cute with it and take some weirdos from this Colorado lineup. I got the money. I'm going to get Arenado in there. Maybe even a Trevor Story, a David Dahl, something like that's good. But is my beast. That's my selection. So, guys, it's been a good time this week filling in for beer. Uh, may be back in the future. Who knows? If you need to vacation, I'm, I'll certainly fill in for him. But I hope we have some good luck in those GPPs tonight. Until next time, I'm Head Chopper, and I'm out of here.
5: What is up Grinders? Holden Kushner hanging out with Boggs today. Boggs looking forward to doing a show with you for the first time. It's Yahoo Tournament Edition. 15 games tonight Boggs. We've got a lot of options. I love big, big, big,
3: big, big, big slates
5: like this. I love it. I love
3: it yeah i mean sometimes uh, sometimes you can get lost in them uh especially when there's a lot of teams that you like but uh i think there's a you know obviously enough that you could like tonight but still also pretty much narrow it down because we do have uh quite a few good pitching uh, options available
5: yeah, i got a couple of big bats for the rays out tonight tommy Pham sitting out Avisael garcia he's out too. Um, you know, elsewhere around the league, we already know that Korea's out. That that Houston lineup, man, I was so excited about playing them a whole bunch this year, and it's completely stripped down now. No Korea, no Altuve, a little bit bummed about that. The Houston offense, once they get clicking on all cylinders, we'll have a chance to see them a little bit later on this year. But uh, no weather concerns, so that's it. We got 15 games. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. All right, let's start with the, uh, with the pitchers here. I got lineup uh, HQ going, and we'll start on the pitching side. Let's just talk about the top-end options. You got Sale going up against the Yankees team. You can get some Ks. We've got a projected ownership there, 17%. Corbin uh, is at 51 bucks, and I'll, I'll throw Bauer in the same tier here, 53, 51, 49. I guess you can go Caleb Smith, too. Um but let's talk about these top tier pitching options. If I ask you Sale or Corbin, pick one of those two because it's Yahoo, I mean you really could pay up for both of them if you really wanted to get crazy, but uh wh- which direction are you leaning and why with Sale and Corbin tonight?
3: Yeah, for me it's just uh obviously both in, you know, not so great uh pitching environments, uh but both guys can certainly rack up strikeouts. For me, I'm going to lean towards Sale. Um Probably no shocker there. Obviously, I think he's a little bit cheaper, especially Yahoo. No, he's actually more expensive. But, you know, when you're up paying that much, especially on Yahoo, two bucks isn't going to really make a whole lot of difference. Uh, It's just really comes down to a matchup thing for me. And the Yankees, obviously, no Stanton, no judge. Uh, It's somewhat of a watered-down lineup. Uh, Sale's a guy that likes to get up for these type of matchups he's been pitching phenomenal heading into here and uh, on the flip side with Rick, with Corbin again, it's just a low strikeout opponent. Um, a lot of guys that just like to make some weak contact. So that's the reason I prefer sale.
5: So I'm looking, I got played IQ up here too. Uh, you look at the top five for the Yankees, obviously the ISOs are just out of control with, and even with Voight going up against a lefty lefty, I think that's really a righty lefty, I should say. And then Hicks, uh Sanchez, Torres, they're jacking up with the righties on that side. really the K rate there, 37% against righties, 35.5% against left-handers. I mean, we know Sale is just elite. Uh maybe he's not throwing 98, 99 every single pitch anymore, but it's tough to really fade him if you wanted to go top shelf this evening.
3: Yeah. And you know what? I, I think that, you know, you, you mentioned the projected ownership. I think that's actually pretty accurate. And, you know, I, I think he's one of the, you know, few pitchers on the slate that could actually break it. You know, so I have a lot of interest in tournaments. This is not a situation like we saw last night on a, what was it? A five game, six game, seven game slate uh, where Carrasco is 60% owned. Um, I I think there's an opportunity there for sale, especially since there's a lot of kind of mid tier options that I think people might gravitate towards to uh, today instead of uh, to spend on bats.
5: Do we start the build with sales? Are we locking them in already or do we need to go through some more?
3: Well, there's certainly enough value out there.
5: I, think we, I yeah. think we can. All right, very good. So we're going to lock in Chris Sale here in our tournament lineup. Uh, of course, we'll leave the two spots open. We'll figure out which ones we want to leave open. We'll hit your uh, chat questions too. Um, we don't we don't have the premium chat today on this show, but make sure you like and subscribe on our YouTube channel. If you head over there, the Rotogrinders YouTube channel, we'll get to some of your, um, your questions off of that. And on the chat right now, I mean, come on. Larratain, give me a break. Boggs wondered who Holden Kushner is. He still doesn't know, and we're already five minutes into this show, so get over yourself, pal. All right, we go to uh, Trevor Bauer. This has been a little concerning with the walks, although we have Bauer projected for 31% ownership, um, one of the highest ceilings. Actually, we've the we got a projected for the highest ceiling out there. Trevor Bauer going to the White Sox. Thoughts on Bauer this evening? Um, as we look at points per dollar, I mean, again, you're not going to get major value. Uh, it's it's not something I look at too much with the pitchers, but Bauer, is he in a decent spot? Can you trust him with the lack of command lately?
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously we saw what happened with Carrasco last night. That's just, you know, those things happen Uh, and power really isn't in good form coming into this matchup, but if there's ever a good spot to turn around, it is against this really inconsistent White Sox team. We know that they could strike out, but you mentioned uh, the walks that he's been struggling with, White Sox don't walk a whole lot, so I think that will somewhat mitigate that concern for me. Uh, the only thing I guess you could say, you know, perhaps get an opportunity to fade him is if he you know is, is somewhat mediocre and maybe the White Sox can get to him you know for a couple of runs. I think his ownership is going to be very high even again today, even with what happened with Carrasco last night. So that's the only red flag is that he's probably going to be highly owned. I don't think he will be so much on Yahoo where he's priced up uh, accordingly, but, you know, especially on his, like DraftKings where he's priced down. um, People are all about saving on pitching. uh, So he's going to be pretty highly owned over there, I think.
5: Yeah, I'll say two guys that keep popping up with me is Lucchese and then Caleb Smith. So let's keep going down here with the pitching. Caleb Smith at $48, and I guess it's another tier with Bauer, Smith, and Marquez. Bauer's 49, Smith is 48, Marquez is 47. Uh, again, you're going to a great pitcher's ballpark in San Diego. Maybe we'll get a little Marine layered out. Hey, you're in, South, in Southern California. I've talked to actually players about this. Some of them say that they buy into the Marine layer, Others say they don't buy to the marine layer. Where's the marine layer this time of year? <laughs>
3: well, I'm the so- so-called expert on it, and it actually you are. You're a marine layer expert. Yeah. Well, so so everyone says or thinks. Okay. I'm the weather guy, but um, that's Roth's job. But it, yeah, it absolutely exists. You know, All right. So we got maybe it some... comes over, and it you know doesn't allow the ball to carry as far. It's a pretty simple concept.
5: Well, hopefully we got some of that tonight. If you're uh, if you're running out, Caleb Smith or Lucchese or whatever, but uh, Smith sitting there projected ownership, 16%. Um, I like what's going on here. The high K prop two, seven seven and a half Ks. That's just astronomical. And that's tied with Bauer um, to be the second highest behind Chris Sale. So Caleb Smith at San Diego and then Herman Marquez at home tonight. Yeah, Toronto, I mean, they strike out a bit. We're up here at course, and I'm waiting for somebody to, to do the numbers because I don't have time to do things by hand anymore, but I'm telling you, man, every time it's been cold there, I just moved out to Denver. When it's cold, the, the, the runs are just suppressed. You don't see as many. Yesterday, sun was out. It was warmed up. Boom, ball went out, 21 runs. So, you know, it'll be a little cooler tonight. Uh, it's it's not going to make me fade any of this. Obviously, the chalk offensively is going to be from this game. But are you leaning either way on Smith and Marquez? you got to play either one of these guys, Boggs. Uh,
3: you know, I just don't think you need to – too, I think there's too much risk with Marquez. I mean, obviously, for obvious reasons, he's got much better numbers this season on the road. Um, you know, again, I think he's more of a, a guy you could consider on Fanduel where he's priced down to make it interesting. Uh, but I don't want to pay top dollar for him when there's a plethora of options tonight. I just don't see the need to, to go there. Uh, I mean, you're out there in Denver. It's not the altitude that just affects the distance. Carried on the ball, it also affects the velocity, moving the pitches. So, I just don't think you need to go there as with respect to Marquez. And, um, as far as Smith is concerned, yeah, I think he's a, he's a great tournament option. Um, a little bit risky because the Padres do have some power. Uh, but you know, if you're looking at the matchup between Lucchese and Smith, I think both are firmly in play, but I would lean towards Smith. In tournaments whereas Lucchese, I think is a better cash game play because he doesn't necessarily go deep into games and the my you know miami doesn't strike out a whole lot
5: you know the other uh, interesting thing about course fields every's the air the balls flying out you'll see the the most recent cycles most of them are here at course field the outfield is just so big man gigantic outfield and that's why you see a lot of doubles and triples uh, as well out of course so we'll see about Marquez we're dropping down now uh Brad peacock again you know just for my own um kirkwood got me going on yahoo a whole bunch and i feel like you've got to have uh two pitchers that really stand out or you got no shot whatsoever so we move down here is there anybody in that 44 range because there's a lot of them peacock houston at oakland again nice pitchers park um boreos just hadn't been the same guy Kenta maeda who has been coming around against philadelphia only a couple lefties in that lineup and then faulty um who you think is gonna be a little chalkier tonight we got him at 17 percent ownership let's start with Fulty and go up from there Fulty, Maeda Barrios Peacock who stands out if any he's,
3: of in that range uh, Fulte is the only one that does for me I mean sure you could play Peacock you could pay, play Maeda but kind of like what I was talking to about Lucchese these guys don't go deep into games uh, I think that they're maybe better suited for, for cash games and this is a tournament show uh, So Fulte, Well, I do think he might be a little bit chalky. It's more based on the price. Um, You know, I'm not necessarily the biggest believer, but you don't really have to do a whole lot of convincing to me uh, to play a pitcher, right-handed pitcher with strikeout upside against this Detroit lineup who's losing their DH.
5: All right. So you got that. And I, I, I look at my ADA and I kind of like the way the form's going right now. I think, you know, it's Dodger stadium. They're not playing in Philadelphia. The guy's pretty good against right-handers. is a guy uh, that I think has got to be in consideration. Looking f- uh, forward to seeing what your thoughts are that. And then again, Peacock and
3: Barrios. Yeah, and again, it's, uh, you know, I just don't see a whole whole lot of upside. from. Obviously, Barrios Rios got it, but um, it's a great ballpark shift for him. But the Rays are just a really tough lineup. And the same can really be said uh, about the Phillies and Oakland for that matter. So I can't, I really don't have a, a take really way. I, I, I would probably go down from, from those guys if you're not on Fulton-Evich um, or obviously do, do what you can to spend up.
5: Yeah, and listen, my aid is pushing 30% K rate against right-handers, but maybe the ceiling isn't there like we were saying. So we moved down to 40. Here's, here's the guy to highlight, Zach Wheeler. And this is probably more of a, a cash game play, the ERA is high, but he's going deep into games. He's racking up strikeouts. I think you got Wheeler and Lucchese here between the two of them. Uh, San Diego going up against the Miami team uh, offensively, which is a bit challenged power-wise. They don't walk either. Wheeler going to Arizona. And, and really the numbers for Arizona, this Diamondback team, has been crushing on the road that kill left-handers too. I think the Humidor might be working in Arizona, though, because the runs are down a little bit there. Wheeler, Lucchese – can you go with either one of these guys at tournaments though, given that we're looking at their ownership being above 20%. Yeah. I
3: mean, I don't, you know, there's so many options tonight. Um, I, I just have a hard time seeing, you know, one particular pitcher really kind of just leapfrog the field in terms of ownership. So I wouldn't concern myself with ownership too much. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think you can definitely play Wheeler in tournament and Lucchese again. I, I I said Lucchese. I think he's better suited for cash games. But if you like the lineup that uh, that you're rolling out with, I mean, at the very least, he's not gonna likely not gonna burn you. So yeah, I'm, just,
5: I'm seeing that I'm rolling over to to plate IQ real quick. Arizona, even though it's on the road again, not worried about uh, playing in Phoenix anymore. Pitcher on the road. Don't see much much power here besides for Walker and Escobar, maybe Adam Jones. You know, Woba, nothing special here against right-handers as well. You've got some uh, you've got some K potential there as you move from five through nine. I like Wheeler a lot, a whole bunch, as a matter of fact. Maybe the lefties. You know, what are you going to see lefty, though? Escobar, Dyson, uh, if Swihart's in the lineup tonight, big deal, Avila. Uh, Wheeler, to me, is setting up for another nice night.
3: Yeah, and, you know, you could also make the case that – I know that out there in Phoenix it's uh... – uh, you know, it feels good. It's it, it's hot, but it's 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 dry weather. So don't consider yourself with oh that roof's open ninety seven degrees. The ball does fly and, and it does carry a lot more even with the humidor when that roof is open out there, but this is also a team that it's their first game back uh from course field. So they're gonna have to get that little period of adjustment. Pitches are gonna be moving and coming in a lot faster than they're used to seeing out there. For four game series or three game series in Colorado. So yeah, Wheeler is definitely uh, in a good spot here. It's just, uh, you know, is he going to beat himself?
5: Uh, We got a new Darvish question here. So let's go to uh, the John Tom. And again, we'll get to your YouTube questions here in just a second. You throw a question up there, like and subscribe to our Roto Grinders channel on YouTube. We'll get to some of your questions, but just what about you? That's the question. We're going to get the Darvish. We're going to do it right now. He's 36 bucks on Yahoo. He's not slated for a lot of uh, ownership here. We're talking about a guy that I think lacks a ceiling, to tell you the truth. And uh, you know, U Darvish's K-prop is at five and a half. I'm not on you Darvish tonight. I think that if you are on you Darvish and he goes off, you're going to get a major leg up on the field. Any interest there in the Cubs right-hander?
3: Well, you know, I mean, he certainly has a high ceiling, but we haven't really seen it outside of one start this year. Um, So it's really hard. I I kind of agree with you more. I think about it. I mean, we know the stuff's there, but you know, can he just, you know, get into a rhythm and that's usually the case. He's just, you know, so damn deliberate out there, you know, takes his sweet ass time in between pitches and he just nibbles and nibbles and nibbles and, this is really not a great matchup to do that against, you know, the Cardinals say what you will about how they've been swaying the bats lately, but they're still going to make him work. And because of that, again, we got a 15 game slate. Uh, I'm I'm probably not going to be messing around with Darvish.
5: Yeah. I just think there's a lot better options. I'm right there with you uh, on that. It was more of a DK question, but again, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going Darvish probably in quite a bit. Uh, just about any of them to tell you the truth again if he goes off then shame on me but i don't have any darters tonight quick question from yahoo uh, we'll finish up the pitching in just a second Do you guys like some dodger bats tonight well that's a good question here the dodger bats always kind of you know it's the late game it's out there in the west coast so a lot of the east coasters aren't staying up for it maybe they don't follow it as well i mean really if you're on rotor grinders you're digging into the numbers and everything uh but what about a little Ah, uh, Dodgers action tonight on this 15-game slate. They put it to the Mets a couple of nights ago in a in a comeback from behind victory. They could not get to Vargas last night. They did win. They scored a couple of runs. But now they got Philadelphia at home. And, and again, we talk about this Maeda going up against Philadelphia. The Dodgers uh, look at about five runs, projected just over five runs tonight. And that's a nice, that's a nice little tally. I can look at that. Jake Arietta, not the same guy I was a couple of years ago. Uh, I think it's, you know, one-offs here. But the Dodgers offense,
3: you buying or selling? Well, you know, I think it's uh, somewhat interesting. I, I don't necessarily think that maybe they're as sneaky, so to speak, as, you know, maybe, maybe a lot of people might be thinking tonight. Uh-huh. Um, I think a lot of people are taking note of what they've been able to do against guys like DeGrom and Syndergaard. Uh, and certainly those guys are much better pitchers at this point in their career than Arietta, But Arietta is also a guy that is – I don't, know, I don't really like to pick on him. You know, he very r- rarely, like, absolutely implodes. Um, so, a full stack, I'm not, I- I'll need to see the lineup um, mm-hmm. because without Turner, that lineup, you know, outside of guys like Bellinger, Seeger, Muncie, Peterson, the bottom of that lineup doesn't really do it for me. Um, so, I-, I think it's maybe more of like a one off with a Peterson. Um, obviously, you can play ben- Bellinger if you can afford him. And then where Seager's still cheap, uh, I never had a problem playing him.
5: Nope, not whatsoever. All right, let's keep going here. Uh, we talked about Darvish. we got Duffy at 36. Arrieta's not on my radar whatsoever. So it's the cheap stuff now. I mean, that, that's what it is. Tyler Skaggs at Seattle. I, I actually like some of the Seattle bats tonight. Uh, Nicholas at the Cubs. Here's another one. I'm, not, I'm just not seeing a lot of ceilings, and this is why they're priced down. the guy I want to highlight here is Chris Archer going up against Milwaukee at PNC, though. This is a a nice little pitcher's park. The peripherals look pretty good for him. He's got a five and a half K prop. Could you go with him as your SP2, Boggs?
3: I think only if you absolutely have to. Um, And, you know, I don't even think you do um, on on Yahoo. I mean, I was tinkering around and believe me, if you want some Rockies, you don't have to. You're not going to be forced to you know, mess around, uh, with guys like, like Archer, uh, you know, Skaggs, I, I just don't see the upside there. Um, obviously the same QB said with Michaelis, uh, and then, you know, with respect to Archer, he, I still have a hard time. Like I'm not super excited about playing Milwaukee tonight. Um, I think he's going to turn it around, you know, just cause I, I think he's a good pitcher. I'm kind of just waiting for that to happen. Um, Sure, you could jump and get ahead of that, you know, if he does, if he's on. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's still a tough matchup. So uh, that game in ge- general is just one that I'm having a hard time getting excited about either way.
5: Who are we locking in as our SP2 then? You want to go Smith? Do you want to go LaCasey? You want to go down a little bit? Maybe a little Maeda? Anybody in particular stand out to you as our SP2 behind Chris Sale, who really can break the slate?
3: Uh, well, uh, you know, I think right now it would probably be Wheeler.
5: Doesn't matter if he's chalk. We're fine with that. We'll lock in Wheeler here. So we're gonna have about thirteen bucks left. Gonna to have to peel back on the on the off. Really find a couple seven eight dollar players. Probably three guys that are real value in order to stick in a couple of those bats. Of course tonight. You feeling comfortable with that?
3: Yeah, there's plenty of them.
5: Very good. Uh, again, we'll take your questions from YouTube. If you're watching right now, make sure you like and subscribe the Roto Grinders YouTube channel. Smokey Ca fourteen Escobar versus Wheeler. Let's see who wins. I mean, listen, Escobar can go get his home run. He could have two solo shots. If Wheeler's giving up three runs, he's probably giving up three runs, getting seven or eight Ks. I'll take that tonight. If he can get seven innings, three runs, eight Ks, I'm fine with that. So give me a little Zach Wheeler this evening. Over at first base. Okay, so now we're getting going here. You've got Josh Bell, lefty against Chassin. Chassin gets rocked by left-handers. Problem is you're paying up $27 there. Rizzo's red-hot, $27. Yelich red-hot. So, we're, we're looking over here and we're going all positions. So, if we start here at first base, though, Bell and Rizzo at the top, then it's Crone, Freeman, Carlos Santana. With the bats at Coors, can you pay up here? I think, you know, Bell could be due for another huge night tonight at very low ownership. If you wanted to pivot off a couple of the, the Coors bats, to me, that would be the way to go. Uh, it'd be an interesting build, but any of these high priced first basemen you could look at.
3: Uh I mean, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said, especially about Bell. He's obviously on an absolute tear. Um, yeah. you know, it's just, again, uh, you know, a, a scenario where I'm not in love with that game. Uh, I think that Milwaukee obviously they have a great bullpen. Um, you know, they could bring in Hader at a moment's notice. And, uh, in which case, you know, I don't care how hot Josh Bell has been, um, it's you know lights out um so i I mean, I think he's praised appropriately he's obviously like i said he's on he's on fire, but uh I think I want to prioritize as many Colorado bats as I can I just tinkered with a couple it's not gonna be easy uh with, with the two pitchers we picked, but um I guess that's why we why we do it um so but again,
5: I mean Yahoo, you really gotta have the pitching it's it's completely opposite of draftkings with two pitchers, draftkings you can get away having a zero basically at one. If your bats go off, you're going to be in the mix. I mean, you're not going to win the, You're not going to take the tournament down, but that's one way you got to have two big pitchers here. That's the way the site kind of lines up with Yahoo. I'm just going to go to points per dollar here at first base um, and see where we're at. And, you know, Dominic Smith at seven bucks. He's been crushing. I mean, here's a guy that struggled his first couple of seasons. He's come off, saw his position go away. Uh, Pete Alonzo beat him out. So he moved into the outfield. Dominic Smith, This is an interesting one. Christian Walker, again, they're heading home, but he's going up against a right-hander. Matt Adams with the Nationals. You mentioned him before the show. You've got some really lower-priced guys that I guess you can make an argument for. Um, Can you make an argument, though, for Dom Smith or Christian Walker or Matt Adams? Because these are the top point-per-dollar guys.
3: Yeah, I don't necessarily know if Smith will be in on it tonight. I know he's obviously may not switch to outfield, but kind of similar to Coors Field uh the outfield in Arizona is very spacious and what I've good and for good reason what I've noticed is the teams you know want their best fielding uh options out there so he might not crack the lineup but and again it is the Mets
5: and they don't know what the hell they're doing
3: <laughs> exactly uh and they know that but if he is yeah absolutely not it's, I mean, Don Smith yeah with a lot worse but I, I would lean towards Adams
5: Okay. You lead toward Adams at $9. Let's just for the hell of it, go through some other, uh, some of the other players here. And I guess we'll go back to the salary Uh, bell Rizzo. We're not going to pay up at first base is what I'm I'm hearing from you right now. Daniel Murphy, 15 bucks tonight, going up against Toronto, had the walk off there. I think at $15, that's going to be kind of juicy something I'm interested in. Um, And as we move down, uh, nothing really standing out to me to tell you the truth. So, basically, it's Matt Adams, or if you wanted to pay up, maybe go up to the $15, get yourself some Daniel Murphy, who I, I kind of find being a discount playing a course.
3: Yeah, that's a nice price for him. Uh, certainly a guy that I wouldn't have a problem jamming in there. Um, again, I, I do like Adams. You could even throw Pierce in there in that discussion as well. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's a position that I don't really think you have to spend up because the cheap options are are quality options, at least in my opinion.
5: All right, let's lock in Adams. How does that sound to you? Let's do it. It'll bump us up a dollar. We got 14. Now, we're not going to fill in the catcher position because we got to leave two open, but I think we should at least discuss it here. Um, Gary Sanchez going up against Chris Sale. He's 23 bucks. Uh, grand dog, it's Archer tonight. Not a great ballpark. You got Luke Roy at $17. He's been crushing. Just flip down here. Contreras has been hot. Um, I'm, I'm just, and how about this one? We'll look at the ceilings sanchez with the big ceiling Ionetta again colorado but that buster posey pops up here with the 12.82 charinos going up against fires um i have a hard time paying up a catcher just in general tonight with this slate especially with the pitchers but i thought it was worth bringing up there and then you go down a point per dollar uh zanino against the right-hander doesn't do it to me too much uh, for me too much ask the Dio, he pops in a couple of different ways. Um, his projection is low, his ceiling's a little bit higher for catchers. He's at seven dollars, man, in that twins lineup. I have a hard time just skipping over him.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um, just actually noticed that lineup uh, and yeah, got in third. Luckily gonna go up against the hittable lefty and beeks. Um, you know. I'm, I'm right there with you, though. It's definitely, you know, you want to punt the position, um, especially tonight.
5: Would you take a shot on Casale going up against Corbin in that ballpark and the splits there for him?
3: Uh, well, the splits keep going down, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't necessarily buy into them.
5: I think uh, every split is going, <laughs> <it's> going down. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, how about him? Looking at him?
3: I don't, I don't hate it. Uh, again, I love that ballpark. It's one of my favorite for DFS purposes. Often gets overlooked. Um, and it's just an absolute band box. So yeah, I might lean towards acid D obviously Casale's got the better ballpark, but um, you know, Corbin's a pretty damn good pitcher.
5: He's a really good pitcher is what it is. I, I'm highlighting out of your Molina here. He's been put on the DL. So it, it's not happening there. 12 bucks. He's not going up against Darvish tonight. He's on the IL, excuse me. It's no more disabled. We have to say uh, injured list. So Yachty's not going to be there for any reason you want to actually roll him out tonight. That's just not going to happen. So uh, there you go. We gave you some options. Any other options at catcher that you'd like to bring up before we move on to our next question here in the chat? I just have to see a
3: couple of lineups coming up, but you know, I, I'm definitely probably going to punt the position and, you know, and all the sites I'm playing tonight.
5: Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it. Caratini is batting seventh for the Cubs. Avila's batting eighth tonight. Posey is batting third. You know he's up in the lineup like he normally is. Grandal is hitting fifth. Uh, these are just some of the. Outside of that, we know what's going to happen. to catcher, but Astadio, again, he's popping, man. Three, he's hitting third tonight. The Twins lineup. He's going to be surrounded by Kepler, Polanco, and then Rosario and Crone on the other side. He's just in a great spot. I think he should be chalky, but it's also, yeah, our ownership says he's not going to be. It's not the worst thing. You, as long as you can differentiate yourself with three or four guys that are going to be under five percent or less. I think it's all right to go chalk there,
3: yeah and yeah I don't necessarily think he's gonna be chalk I mean he's certainly yeah he might be I mean this is a guy that he's he's very very overrated in my opinion uh, he's overrated yeah absolutely I mean you know don't get on Twitter and uh you know talk shit about Asadio to twins fans they think the guys you know the next you know Joe Mauer or something like that uh he's just not, he's just, he gets up there and he, he doesn't walk, he doesn't strike out, but eventually, you know, as soon as teams get more scouting on him, he's going to, he's going to start struggling big time.
5: Again, you can hit us up on our YouTube channel. We're not going to fill in the catcher position. I think you uh, know a couple ways that we kind of brought up there, but we do have a question from the YouTube today and like, and subscribe on that. And we'll get to some of your questions top five favorite stacks i mean that's that's a lot of stacks to get into so let's keep it to maybe uh three here boggs and if you're looking at building here cores you've got the rockies on one side can you consider going on the other side with toronto is that a good way to go there are some there's some discounted toronto hitters tonight too on a couple different sites is toronto one of the maybe top three or four stacks tonight
3: Uh, no not in my opinion um I'm having a hard time making them even in my top five. Um, I know it's Coors Field. Uh, I, I'm going to need to see the lineup before making a definitive decision on that. Um, you know, I, I never have a problem taking either side of the game. You know, I don't care if Marquez is pitching or anyone else, but you know, it's just a it's a scenario where I want to see the lineup because this is a team that's not built for the National League. Um, they're going to lose one of their big bats in that lineup, mm-hmm. and obviously a couple guys are banked up. So I'll need to see the make see the lineup to make a definitive decision about that. But outside of Colorado, which I think is you know by far the, the top overall stack, um, I, I'm going right back to the well with Cleveland. You know, obviously they they shit the bed last night, uh, but I think recency bias could play into that. They're obviously pretty. Um marginally priced throughout most of the industry. And they've got a ton of potential against a weak pitcher in Covey.
5: Yeah, you know, I think what's interesting here, just something I'm looking at. Um the Giants have nothing offensively that scares me at all, even though Andrew Kashner, basically everybody that Baltimore rolls out, seems to get rocked. Although I was out here at the at Course Field. Last weekend, and uh, David Hess shut him down for like five-plus innings where the bullpen came in and they rocked him down. And then it's it's Pomerantz on the other side against the Orioles. Either one of these teams, can you see stacking tonight? Do they make your top five even?
3: Uh, No, no, they don't. And it's mainly actually based on price. Um, I know that there's some value for Baltimore – I'm sorry, uh, San Francisco – uh, but you know, they're priced that way for a reason. It's just a, it's a, it's a bad team. I think it's more of taking one-offs from either of these, these teams. And I just think Baltimore is a little bit, um, uh, overpriced, especially on a site like DraftKings. And you can even make the case that that's the same on Yahoo as well. I want
5: to head back to plate IQ here because I look at the Dodgers. I wonder what you're interested in. I kind of brought them up a little bit earlier, you know, Arrieta, um, the fly ball rate actually isn't bad, especially the right-handers. But in, in, on the left-handed side, the exit velo popping up. We're almost at 89 now. Uh, the ISO, the WOBA, a lot is showing up. And you got Peterson and Muncy and Bellinger and Seager. Um, I actually like a little Dodgers stack tonight. Maybe just three of those guys, not a full stack or anything like that. Where are you sitting on the Dodgers?
3: Yeah, definitely in play. Um, again, it's it's really the known quantities for me. I'm sure the kid for Dugo, he's a good little player, but, you know, I, I only really see the lineup again, it doesn't necessarily have to hinge on Turner being in there because you want the left-handed bats, but it'd be nice to see him in there. Um, because mean you know, we saw the lineup last night. That's the reason they didn't go off. Uh, it's horrendous. But, um, you know, these are the guys that profile well against right, right-handers. I, I have some interest Um it's really kind of site dependent based on the pricing. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's really, I'm just doing everything I can to get as many Coors Field bats
5: in. And that's it. That's your big stack of the night. That's Just get the Coors bats in. You'll worry about the rest later. Pretty much. Is there a number two? I mean, who's the second tier there? Yeah,
3: I like Cleveland. And I think, as far as a, a maybe one that I think certainly might fly under the radar, but having a hard time to figure out necessarily why, uh, uh, Washington, the left handed Washington bats. I could see maybe not wanting to full stack, but, um, you know, Juan Soto Adams eating the lefties against Molly. Um, I think they're in a great spot here going into Cincinnati.
5: All right. So we talked about catcher. We talked about first base. We really haven't talked about the Colorado offensive players to this point. Um, I don't know if you think we're going to get to them here at second base, but, you know, paying up if you if you want a left-hander, another left-hander from the Dodgers. Max Muncy could be hitting second. He could be hitting fifth. He's going to be in the top of that order uh, somewhere. I'm, I'm just going down here, and look who pops up, dude, against Jackson tonight, Ryan McMahon. Like, how do you pop up? How do you pass on a $12, a dozen, for Ryan McMahon if he's hitting sixth, if he's hitting seventh tonight, if he's in the lineup? You got to think he's going to be against Edwin Jackson. It just stands out to me.
3: Yeah, I guess the only reason you don't, you can't fit him in is if you, if you're stacking one through five. Um, but yeah, definitely love the price tag on him, um, and he's a good hitter. Uh, he's got a nice little swing. Um, Edwin Jackson, he's he's got some reverse splits, or at least that's what the numbers indicate over the last couple of years. But I mean, he's just a hittable pitcher. Uh, I'm a big fan. You know, I, I love him. He, he just never seems to go away and just continues to play for team after team. Uh, but certainly not a guy uh, that that scares me because of some reverse splits tendencies. Um, obviously, the right-handed bat story, Arenado, you're playing because of the, the phenomenal hitters. But I'm not afraid of any of the left-handed bats in this lineup.
5: So is McMahon a guy we want to lock in, or can you go a little bit lower and start? You know, looking at some of the uh, the cheaper options, not to punt, but just to have some better, just to free up a little bit more salary. But again, I'm just looking at this here and. Here's the interesting thing about McMahon. Check it out on Plate IQ. ISO 122, Woba 285, K rate up near 30%. So, again, uh, we got a guy going up against a pitcher that is below average in the best hitters' park in Major League Baseball. We also got some stats here that really don't back up why you would want to go with him. Can you sell me on McMahon? Or are we going elsewhere?
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, sure. I mean, I think we're going to have to. Um you know, we're, we're paying up for pitching. So that means we're going to have to find some value. Uh, and if we want as many core bats as we have, we're going to probably have to make a decision about Arenado or story. But right. um, I think for the purposes of this lineup, we should definitely uh, consider using McMahon.
5: All right. So let's lock him in. Second base, Ryan McMahon, our first quarters uh, bat. So here we go. Let's move on to third and really have the discussion here. Aaron sitting at 27 bucks story. Um, it is sitting there $24, so you're going to get a little discount. I don't know how you're going to lock both of them in. I just, I just have no idea how you're going to get both guys in and Chris Sale. So at third base, would you prefer Arenado, or would you rather go to shortstop, get Story at 24? Is there any way we could stick both of them in?
3: Uh, there's no way. I, believe me, I tried. Um, I mean, maybe there is, but uh, I didn't think there was. Because nah, my favorite bat not from the, the Rockies is Doll. Tonight, Uh, we can get there when we get to outfield, but uh, I think, you know, for the sake of this lineup, if you want Dahl in there, you're going to have to make a decision one way or the other. Um, For me, I think it's really would come down to which punt option at shortstop or third base stands out. Um, Shortstop's the premium position, so as scary as it might be, I'd probably lean story.
5: You're going to lean story, so we got to go low at third base. Uh, before we break down third base, I have been asked a question here because uh, Melissa wants you to, wants to ask you, who do you have to win the cup?
3: <laughs> well, you don't want to ask me, man. I've uh, gotten all my picks so far in the postseason wrong, uh, but you know, I don't want Crane to be taking any victory laps.
1: So, <laughs> uh,
3: yeah, I'm going with the bees. You're going with the bees.
5: I'm just, I'm so done with Boston sports. It's over. I did some radio in Boston for a while. They were losers. This was way back in 03. They're the worst thing ever. They couldn't take it. People were jumping off the bridge and now all they do is win. So this new generation of people, these kids, they just don't know anything but winning. They don't know the suffering their parents and their older siblings. knew. It's, just horrible. <laughs> it's absolutely horrible. It's brutal. Um, here we go. Let's get to a couple more questions. I want to go back to catcher real quick. It's a question from our YouTube channel like it, subscribe there, or you're just going to miss out on so much. Luke Roy at catcher. That's all I got. Just a big question mark. Luke Roy at catcher. We did not bring him up. I don't know how you're going to get Coors Field, Bats, and Chris Sale in there, but it's $17. Um, I think it's a decent matchup for Luke Roy against Leak. Would you consider it?
3: Not on Yahoo. It's just simply priced up. Um, yeah, and he's probably batting six the uh... – I don't have a problem with Luke Crow. I mean, leak get hit by lefties and get hit by righties, but um, yeah, I, I, I don't think on Yahoo uh, you mess around with it.
5: All right, so back to third base. We're, we, we want to try and get Story in there, so we need to go lower. Um, so tell me, I mean, give me give me some direction here, man. Where do we want to go? Uh, Colin Moran is at home. You don't like the the ballpark, so that's somebody that I think we just cross off the list right away. I don't like the term punt because you're going to want to find some production out of these guys, but man, uh, price per dollar, points per dollar. I should say Candelario is up top. He's not, forget about it. Who cares about that? Uh, Chesler Cuthbert, one of the great names in baseball Arroyo is hitting uh, fifth against Barreos tonight. I think that's an interesting name, but I, I don't see anything working there as Drupal Cabrera against the lefty Duffy, man, help me out here. This, we're trying to save money at third base, but there's a bunch of garbage.
3: <laughs> well, there's some upside. I mean, it can is do we not have enough to to put Jose Ramirez in there? I think he's got a nice, attractive price tag. Same could be said he's about Carpenter tonight. Um, and then you know we don't have Bauer, who I think is going to be you know very chalky. So maybe Mancada could leverage that a little bit at twelve bucks. But yeah, for the most part um if there were, was a punt option it'd probably be Moran but again you know I'm just not excited about him maybe his dribble uh Cabrera but um yeah I think Jose Ramirez is someone that stands out to me
5: right, let's pop him in there real quick uh with Molina scratched and on the IL we got Matt Weeters, um who's been thrown back in the lineup Weeters had a nice uh, couple of games recently um, I mean he's, he's gotta be in here somewhere. Let me type the man. W is it IE or EI? You, IE. IE, you think so? All right. Well, he's not even popping up here in our in our thing. So you tell me. I don't I don't know what that means, but if weeders is in there tonight, do we use him? I, right, I'm just but, gonna go straight to the page here, is what I'm
3: gonna have to do. Yeah, he's ten he's he's ten bucks. Ten he's bucks? not minimum price. Um, you know, I don't hate it. i, I prefer you know, I don't really want to play one-offs from the Cardinals because, like we talked about, if Darvish is on, you know, whatever. But if he's if he's not, uh, that's when you want a full Cardinal stack. So I think he's probably better suited. Same same with Carpenter um, for those full stacks. Um, but you know, I wouldn't talk anyone off playing him. I mean, that whole the whole lineup is extremely cheap, especially on Yahoo.
5: Well, look, Bobs, Here's where we are: Sale, Wheeler. We gave you a couple names at um, at catcher, you know, just to go back to catcher real quick. And if you missed our discussion there, can you go back and play this, Devin? Can you, if you miss it, can you do that? I'm just going to lock someone in for $7. Um, that would leave us 16 bucks per player. So we're doing all right now, uh, especially at shortstop. We're just going to go story. We're locking them right in, right? Yep. I mean, it's just, uh, that's pretty simple. I mean, story might be the top play that we have all night tonight. But if you want to pivot from story, but let's see what your thoughts are on that. Like Labor Torres against Sale. I mean, that's not a good matchup whatsoever. If you like Ramirez, maybe Lindor against Dylan Covey. Um, Zanda Bogats against Jay Happ uh trey turner at the top you like the lefties with the nationals uh who stands out to you here shortstop today besides for trevor story because it's almost I, I feel like both our eyes just went right to story and said we got to get him our lineups tonight
3: yeah that's he's definitely you know clearly stands out to me um you know i don't hate trey turner obviously he's got speed um talked about how kind of we prefer the whole full stack instead of taking one-offs Uh, so not really that interesting de young but uh going down i I think seager 14 bucks Uh, if you're not playing story um same you can make a case for Andrus as well but uh seager uh, that price tag is uh it's pretty attractive
5: yeah i mean it's it's, what three bucks cheaper than arenado over at a different position obviously but story's the guy i'm looking at again we still got about 15 minutes left in the show so if you want to get a uh, your question and not just on youtube we'll be happy to get to your questions right here as well on the yahoo tournament show so uh boggs let's see we'll move over to the outfield a lot of options let's just start at the top uh if story moves us down to twelve dollars so we're gonna have 13 14 remaining i mean it, here's the question then do you want to pay up for a course bat uh, I don't even know if you've got how many of the, the cores outfielders are above $20 at this point. I don't even see anybody. Do you? Is mm-hmm. there anybody above $20 for the cores outfielders this nope. evening? No. So you'll be able to stick them in. But if you did want to pay up in outfield, Yelich, Riley, Riley's just been going bananas, uh, Bellinger. Those are the three guys at the top. Can you rank those guys in order if you wanted to go off and uh, and go a little different direction? Cause all three, Are projected for very low ownership
3: yeah i think it it'd be between yelich and bellinger not taking anything away from the kid riley and you know atlanta you could throw them in in the conversation as teams that might fly under the radar but um that's a steep price to pay for a kid that's batting sixth. um so be between yelich and bellinger i might lean bellinger uh but um Yeah, I really can't make a definitive case either which way about it. All
5: right, so lower Austin Meadows just continues to rake here for the Rays. No Garcia and no Tommy Pham tonight, so uh, keep an eye on that. Gallo, always a play, I think, if you just need a home run. His teammate Hunter Pence is going nuts, but let's go back to Juan Soto, man. Don't we need a little bit of Nationals here in this lineup? If you love the Nationals so much, isn't Soto the guy to go to?
3: Yeah, definitely. He's definitely one of my top – Tournament options. Um, obviously gonna be expensive pretty much across the industry, like the rest of the, the nationals, but the reason I like that is it's probably gonna lower their ownership. So I think it's in an in, interesting spot. He's obviously a great hitter. Um I, I like the Nats tonight, so I, I do like Soto if we could afford him.
5: Soto's on fire too. I mean, let's see, he's come back. They really missed him in the lineup. They had Turner was gone for a little bit. Eaton was gone for a little bit. Rendon was banged up for a couple of games. Now they get everybody back. It's their bullpen that stinks. But, boy, that offense going up against melee in that in that ballpark, I'm, I'm right there. Do we lock in Juan Soto, or do we need to find more value than that?
3: We might need to find more value, um, but uh, we, we could try to it, it work. Nah,
5: let's uh, let's leave it open. I'll write down Soto's name, and maybe we'll come back to Soto in just a little bit. Then you get to the next tier. I mean – it really is the same guys. Mike Trout sitting at twenty two dollars right now, going up against Mike Leake. So Trout versus Soto.
3: It, it, it's, All right. uh, I mean, Trout's gonna have higher ownership because he's twenty two bucks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think you know, in terms of a tournament, if you're thinking about ownership, yes, uh, you know, that, that's a case. Uh, but I'll, I'll say this, you know trust me, get a walked a lot. Teams pitching around him. Uh, Mike leaks a guy that's still, you know, gonna not, not really attack, go after him, but he's gonna live in the zone. That's what Mike leak does. So I don't really see this one of those three, four, four walk games for Trout. Um, so I do have a lot more interest in him than, uh, on some nights, some nights when I, you know, fade him and hope for the best, but, uh, yeah, it's, that's a, It's a bit of an egregious price for trout. Uh, but hey, I mean, it is what it is.
5: I love the Dodgers lefties tonight. We've been telling you this all day. It's been doing this. Peterson's at 20 bucks, low ownership. Uh and outside of that, I mean, I just don't see anybody above twenty dollars that I need to lock in. Maybe Soto, uh, maybe trout at this point. But besides for that, paying up at, at those prices doesn't do anything for me. So Anybody else below $20 is I'm just scrolling through lineup HQ. By the way, this thing is absolutely amazing. I love line A, HQ and, and over here in plate HQ or IQ, if you're not into, if you're not using plate IQ, I highly recommend it. There's just so much information there, but under $20, Eddie Rosario, uh, up against Stanic, uh, Trey Mancini against, <laughs> against Pomerantz. If you want to go that direction, Schwarber tonight at St. Louis against Mickles. You got Haniger. Uh, Ronald Acuna is a guy that can light it up. He's going up against Turnbull. Any middle of the um, middle price guys that you think you might be using tonight some tournaments and some multi-entry?
3: Does Doll count?
5: <laughs> doll counts absolutely. I'm just going to go to him right now. I'll play 17 bucks. He's right there. Boom. We're locking him in. Yeah, Home not much yesterday. more to say. I
3: mean, he's he, he's continuing to hit. And, again, I like that whole lineup. I'm not afraid about the, the reverse splits for Jackson. Uh, I don't expect them to last very long in that game anyway. And that Blue Jays bullpen is not too good.
5: If we go back and lock in our $7 catcher, whichever one you want, we're going to have $11 left. So I think we could probably go with another mid-tier outfielder and then start to have to really save some money. Um, so let's do this. I mean, mid-tier outfielder, as far as price goes, I would think we have to keep it $16, $17 or lower. And um, just you you tell me if any of these names stand out to you. Ozuna, Marte, you go below Dahl here, Shoei Otani, which to me is more of a cash guy. Adam Eaton, lefty in Cincinnati. I know you like that a little bit. Um, any, any of those guys standing out to you or are going to have to go lower than that?
3: Uh, well, I think maybe we should maybe punt, so to speak, One. With you one. Want to go all the way down. Uh, no, not necessarily. I'm just saying in order to facilitate one of those guys. Okay. You know, Ot- Otani uh, definitely he's gonna turn things around soon. He's definitely one that stands out. I mentioned Eaton. Um yeah, like those those are the two that stand out in, in that in that price range. But um depends on the lineup. I think that there's a pretty good punt option. Uh it could be leading off minimum okay. price.
5: So a lead-off batter. Punting going down. We're under $10 with that, would you say? It's under eight. <laughs> under $8. So $7. So let's just lock in Scott Kinger, even though we're not going to use him. And that's going to leave us with uh 11 And then again, another $7 uh catcher here. Scroll down, just put in caratini, even though we're not going to use him. And that means that we got $15 left. $15 left for our final player all right and to, to lock in and that means we're going to the outfield and we're gonna to have to make a decision can we find a guy for $15 or less or are we gonna to have to maybe mix up our lineup a little bit go down at third base from $16 there um that's the question maybe at our sp2 I don't know but $15 or less some guys showing up I mean Bryce Harper against Maeda um, uh, just on talent alone, Mazzara against Duffy. Here's Randall Gritchik is an interesting one at Coors Field, just, uh, $14. You can fit him in. Uh, what, what do you want to do here? Puig against the lefty and Corbin. That might be a little bit interesting. Alex Verdugo, a lefty against Arietta, but he's going to be hitting down in the lineup. So box, give me three or four guys that, that I just rolled off that we might want to at least narrow the pool down to.
3: Well, I mean, Harper at that price tag, I mentioned, you know, the price tag in Trout's egregious. Uh, it's the same with Harper, and he's actually starting to heat up. So, price hasn't reflected how he's been swinging it recently. Um, obviously, not the most ideal matchup in the world, but uh, if you're afraid to play Harper at 15 bucks, um, you know, I, I'd never be uh, afraid to play him at that price. He's the guy that would clearly stand out. Uh, I like Grichik a little bit as well. Um, kind of bringing it back with our at least mini rocky stacks.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but yeah, definitely Harper at that price tag. And I don't think he'll be very highly owned as well.
5: Yeah, Harper, we got a projected ownership of 4%. And uh, Jamino does a great job with that. So I'm going to buy that, that he's going to be under 5%. We'll go back to Plate IQ again. You see Kent de Maeda. Then you got Harper, 241 ISO, 380. but everything's worked. Sure, he might K a couple of times. He's got a nice walk rate, too, um, and he hits the ball in the air almost 40% of the time. So what's not to like about him, right? You
3: know, again, it's not the most ideal matchup, but it's not nothing to be afraid of.
5: Well, that might give people another reason that they're not going to go to him, um, which is something that I absolutely love. So here's what we got. We got Sale and Wheeler. We, we talked about the $7 dollars min price catchers. Adams, to get that lefty from the Nats in there. McMahon. Colorado also with story and doll so we got three three guys coming from Colorado tonight Jose Ramirez at third and then Bryce Harper and we also discussed the minimum price outfielder so there you go want to get some questions from the chat again you can get in right now we only got a couple minutes left in the show uh the John Tom quick question Nikki Lopez and Acuna or McMahon and Mazzara ooh I'm having a tough time passing up McMahon and then Mazzara in that lineup tonight.
3: Yeah. Uh, don't love Mazzara. Um, yeah, I'd probably love
5: Lopez Acuna.
3: I mean, not particularly, but I, I think I would lean lean <laughs> it, uh, you know, obviously leading off and then, you know, uh, I don't expect Turnbull kid for Detroit to last very long. Um, so, I might lean to that first combination. Um, that's just my take.
5: Lopez Acuna.
3: Lopez Acuna.
5: Lopez Acuna is the way you're going. I'll go McMahon-Mazzara just so we can be different. I just don't want to be the same as you, Boggs. You're just too successful for me, and I want to, I want to continue to lose a lot of money. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. I'm actually up a little bit this year, so uh, we'll see. Baseball. How, how long till football season? I think it was 90 days. Uh, maybe even like 80 days until the preseason. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, YouTube question. Like, subscribe. Roto-Grinders on YouTube. Favorite pieces of a Boston stack? Ooh, I kind of like that question. Favorite pieces of a Boston stack tonight? Uh, they're not going to have to face um, the big guy in Chris Sale. They can go the other way. They got Jay Hap. So here we go uh, with Boston. Let's get into this, Boggs, and I will get to the order this way. One, so bets. Ben attendee. I think this is some of the best pricing that we've seen from the Red Sox recently. Some of these guys, Martinez is back to 21 bucks. Um, Bogarts 21 Devers 25. Then we get down. You want to save some money. Steve Pierce, $8, Jackie Bradley, $12, uh, not a good matchup for him. Sandy Leon, no reason to really go after him. Uh, give me two or three guys in a Boston stack. If that's the way you're going to go.
3: I mean, it would still be the known quantities. Um, Betts, J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, and then Pierce. Um, I don't have a, nothing to take away from Ben Attendee, Devers, but um, I have a hard time picking anyone against a left-handed pitcher outside of Betts and J.D. Martinez.
5: You want to give me a couple home run calls tonight?
3: I think Juan Soto hit the home run.
5: Juan Soto. Juan um... Soto. Besides for Soto and Story, I mean, these are the two guys. I'm going to go Josh Bell. I don't know how much ownership he is going to have. I love the matchup against Chassin. I don't care about the ballpark. This guy just hits it. He's hit it into the the river like six times, it seems like. Josh Bell is my guy I'm going to. 100% there. And uh, we also put a guy in the lineup that I think is going to go deep. He's playing outfield for 17 bucks. David Dahl is my other guy. Love David Dahl.
3: Yeah. He's really changed the whole
5: Colorado lineup this year. Now that he's finally hit it um, from YouTube cash lock hitters for Yahoo core. I mean, I guess from the guys that we've already put in their Boggs. who's the core story Dahl, McMahon and Adams. Would you say that?
3: Yeah, I'd say that.
5: So one Washington lefty and a couple of uh, a couple of Rockies there. So, I mean, that's it. We've really gone through the whole thing. We're coming up on a full hour of the show. I do want to let you know something, though, Boggs, since uh, we can talk about other things besides for baseball now, since we just spent a whole hour on it. I just got stung by a bee. 40 years, first time I ever got stung by a bee. You ever been stung by a bee?
3: Yeah, and even worse, uh, I've been bit by a wasp. Uh, I that, guess I that's know, what it
5: was. Th- I got bit by a wasp. I thought it stung me. That's what happens. When they, get, they bite you, right?
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. And Dude, it, that uh, hurt. Yeah, it uh, was not very fun when I was 12, I think I was, or 10. I forget how old I was, but uh I'll never forget it. it was, it's uh, the only time you got bit
5: or stung by anything?
3: I think I've been stung. I don't know. You know. I'm out here in California. There's a lot of sun. So what I get to, probably scorpion. stung before bumblebees and whatnot. But Bumble yeah, bees, definitely yeah. wasps, man. Just yeah, think.
5: bumblebees are nice. Rattlesnakes, uh, scorpions, anything else that I should no, know about? No. All right, Boggs, it's a pleasure working with you. Um, by the way, our uh, our producer, Devin, I got you both beat. Wasp went up my nose as a child and stung me. Oh, Devin, wow, that's disgusting. That's horrible, man. Bad for you. Not really. I mean, uh, <laughs> do you imagine a wasp? How'd you get it out, Devin? That's what I want to know. How's a wasp crawl up your nose and sting you? That's disgusting. Absolutely awful. All right. He's wearing a tank top today. You've scarred me as much with your tank top, Kevin, <laughs> and your chest hair coming out of your armpits. Um, what is it? Your, your chest fro and your, what is it from Step Brothers? Chest pubes down to your ball fro. That's exactly what it was, and that's how I'm going to leave this show for you today. Boggs, take care of yourself, buddy. Good luck. I hope everything works out for you tonight. And in this weekend, it was a pleasure working with you.
3: Yeah, it was fun.
5: All right, for Devin, who uh, took a wasp in his nose as a child, and me, Holden Cushier, got bit by a wasp today or stung or whatever the hell it was, have a good time. Yahoo, we got a whole lineup of shows coming up next, and don't forget to like and subscribe our YouTube channel, and uh, we'll always get your questions there with that. All right, so take care of yourself, everybody, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Oh, anything you want to plug, because I want to plug my uh, Rotor Grinder Sports Betting Podcast, me and Thomas Casale, I have a fun little podcast we do every week, roto Grinder Sports Betting Podcast. You can like and subscribe and do all the stuff with that. We broke down the NBA Finals this week, uh, but also did some NFL MVP futures this week and uh, why I don't like Pat Mahomes repeat. What do you got going on, Boggs? Nothing? Not much. <laughs> That's a pretty thought. good way to end it. That's what I thought. Take care, guys. We'll catch you next time.
0: What's going on everybody, Brig Devine here from Rotogrinders to talk you through some new additions to the Lineup Builder that can hopefully help you make some better lineups uh, along with some ideas on how to best use these. Uh, the first thing we've done here is we've changed the randomness or what we call the range of outcomes uh, for baseball. So what this has done before you used to just have one slider. And if you had a guy who was set at 10 fantasy points, you can kind of see on the tooltip here, and you set the range of outcomes at 10%, every time a lineup was made, it would now give him a projection somewhere between nine and 11. So a 10% on either end of that 10 range. Uh, What we've done for baseball is sometimes, I think hitters have quite a bit more variance than pitchers. And if you agree with me on that, we now have different range of outcomes for both hitters and pitchers. Uh, I tend to set my range of outcomes for batters a little bit higher. I tend to set my range of outcomes for pitchers a little bit lower. So what this would allow is somebody like Blake Snell, uh, who we have uh, projected, uh, let me switch back to the bat here real quick, Uh, at around, let's just say, 20 fantasy points. Exactly 20 fantasy points. Look at that. So on the build rules, what the pitcher range of outcome does is if he had 20 fantasy points, it gives him a range in the lineup builder of 20% on either end of that. So that would be between 16 and 24. Every single time a lineup is made in the lineup builder, Blake Snell would get Uh, some number in that range where for hitters where we think there's a little bit more uh, a bigger range of outcomes right a hitter can get zero a hitter can get 45 there's a lot of different outcomes for hitters so now we can actually make hitters have a little bit wider variance every time a lineup gets made and I think this is really good and should help make uh, some better lineups for you guys out there Um, I would typically set Somewhere in the 30 to 40 range I think is good for me on batters and pitchers anywhere in the, in the 20 to 30 is typically what I use. You can play around with these uh, and it all depends on your type of play style and what you want. Um, but that's a couple of tips. You know, if I had to, to do something, I think something like this right here uh, is what I typically use when I make lineups. Uh, the other thing we've recently added is ownership settings. Um, we've given you a min and a max. And let me just kind of show you what this looks like. If I just make, uh, you can see I've got, uh, I can make a couple of stacks here really quick for tonight. Uh, So I've got some five three stacks queued up. And this is with no min max. Um, I haven't done anything to the player pool or anything like that. Uh, If I just build 10 lineups, it'll take about, oh maybe 20 seconds or so for the lineup builder uh, to kick these out. You'll see that without limiting the player pool, Oh, this is on the early slate anyway. Um, without limiting the player pool, you know we can see we get ownership pretty high in the 170 range. We get a, a lot of lineups like that. And I got to be honest, when I'm making tournament teams, I don't want anything that really looks like a chalk lineup. So what I always like to do is I like to see what 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 ownerships are getting kicked out on my lineups with no settings, and then I like to reduce that quite a bit to to get some more lineups that. Uh, have a little bit more variance to them that are a little bit lower owned so that I'm just fighting less people in the field with the lineups that I make. You know, if I make this lineup, there's going to be a whole bunch of other people with Colorado stacks just like mine, probably paired with some Washington stacks. And instead of fighting uh, a thousand people in the tournament that might have a lineup that looks pretty similar to this, if I lower the ownership, maybe I'm only fighting a hundred people that have a lineup that looks something very similar to what I have. Uh, so what I do, you know, if this if I saw about a 175, uh, I would probably go back to my build rules and I would set something of a cap, maybe of around like a 130. Um, it's just going to give me, it still allows me to use some chalk players. But when those chalk players are in lineups, now it's going to automatically fill my team with players that aren't as highly owned kind of around my chalk players And on the other side too, you won't get this too often, but you really don't want a lineup full of one percenters either. So I typically set a minimum ownership of about 50% on most reasonably sized slates. I just, I just don't want two low owned pitchers with a low owned stack and a couple of low owned one offs. I think that's getting a little too far off the board. I just like to assure that I'm not playing the most chalky lineups. And I like to assure that I'm not playing the most obscure lineups. Uh, So you can see here, if I, if I make, uh, a couple of stacks like this you know we were up in the 170s the 175s for ownership and now we really shouldn't see any lineup over 130% total total ownership on that so you can see here it's giving me you know it, it just threw in a couple different pitchers it threw in a couple lower owned players as well and now my lineups are looking a little bit different than the rest of the field simply because I'm just not stacking up the two chalkiest players uh, another rule of thumb uh, if you're trying to determine ownership is kind of something I do is I'll look at the projected ownership for the top two pitchers. I'll add those together. So in this case, it would be 67 uh, and then I'll take the, the top three or four hitters too. So if I go, uh, I can bring up my calculator. I don't know if you could see that, but we were at 67 uh, and then the hitters, 27, 25, 24. We're at like 143 with the top three hitters. That's kind of another reason to do that. So I, I chose 130 here, but I think 140 is also simple. I just don't want the the pure chalk in all of my tournament builds. So I use this every time uh, I make tournament teams on the lineup builder. Um, I limit the, uh, the minimum. Uh, I don't want all one-off teams, and I, I definitely go below the Overall total, total ownership. So, I just want to go over this once again uh, how I use this because this is a very powerful tool that we've created for you. So, again, this is what it looks like normally. If I make 10 lineups with a min max of zero, you're just playing basically the best stacks. This is if you haven't done anything to your player pool. I will go in and, and limit a lot of things on my player pool as well. Um, you don't have to do that if you don't want to. Um, you can use kind of this tool to do some of the limiting for you. But you'll see here, As soon as the lineup builder finishes making the lineups again, 169 ownership, 169, 150, uh, 177, right? These are very chalky teams, teams that are very likely to look like what some of your opponents might have out there today. So, just to alleviate that, you can set the max. um, You know, I chose a number of 130, and then I also set a minimum to uh, I think 50 is a pretty reasonable number, and it just allows you to make non ultra chalk lineups in your tournament builds based off our projected ownership. Um, The projected ownership we provides um, pretty accurate and it allows you to just kind of differentiate yourself a little from, you know, in the algorithms, if you're making a hundred hundred lineups and you want to assure that none of them are ultra chalky, this is a very easy way to do that. And it's something I use uh, all the time when I'm MMEing uh, on the lineup builder. So those are just some, uh, a couple of quick, uh, additions we've made uh, in in recent days uh, on the lineup builder. Uh, I do want to note I've been told the range of outcomes uh, will carry forward to some other sports. So for football, you know, quarterbacks, receivers, you know, receivers have a lot of variance. Maybe you'll want a higher range of outcomes on them, or quarterbacks have a lower range of outcomes. You'll be able to do that. Uh, I've been told that's in the works as well. So you'll have that to look forward to uh, for other sports as well. And the ownership tool um, that's been there through football, I believe. But if you haven't uh, figured it out yet, uh, here's a quick tutorial for you. That's all I got for you today. Thanks for watching. Once again, I'm Britt, and we out you.
4: i on rotor Grinders. Dean here. It's Dean 7904. If you want to get all technical, I mean, it's 5 o'clock on the dot on the East Coast. 2 o'clock on the, uh, the West Coast. That'd be 4 o'clock Tennessee time, which of course it's time for the flagship show here at Rotor Grinders. It's called Grinders Live. It's
1: sponsored by Fantasy Draft. i joining me today. It's the chopper of heads, the wearer of copper fit, the eater
4: of cereal. Chopper, yeah. going on, dude? On it, on? Got it, Got it all. But, uh, Fantastic. It's Friday. So, you know, I love doing these Friday shows. I get a lot of them, but I like to send it off into the weekend on a high note, Dean. I mean, so much good stuff. And Dean, we got so many things to talk. I know it's a big slate, but we got a couple of talking points we need to get to too, Dean. I mean, my goodness. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, you're a busy man today. You did for premium. Uh, I think you recorded the basketball podcast for tomorrow, which I guess is game two. was over the weekend. Uh, And also, you're stepping in a Beer maker's fan, I guess he's taking a little siesta. He's on vacation or something like that. But you've been doing the six pack as well too. So, John, you got to be exhausted. It's coming to an end. Today was the, the 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 last of a tough week, and yes, I did the six pack three times this week. Last, I think Tuesday, I did it, and it was oh yeah, we knocked it out the park on Tuesday with Ooh. the Yahoo pricing. So we did real well. Uh, hopefully, we get some good run tonight too, man. What did you want to talk about? What are you talking about? We do a fifteen gamer. Right? I haven't got to do a, a live show like this. Since the news came down that Roto Grinders has now sold a good portion of the company to another uh, another entity, so haven't I uh, haven't got a chance to really give out.